It's Wednesday, May 10th, 2023. We are back after a long while to get back into the MCU with a packed house. I'm Logan, back here on Mostly Superheroes with Danny Patron zooming in from Texas. We got Scotty Scoop, the Giggler, and back again, Sammy the Sleeper. Tons of news, tons of what you watchings, catching you all up in a major announcement right here in the beginning of the episode. Cannot wait to share this news with you. With that, let's get into this week's jam-packed episode of Mostly Superheroes. That's right. Welcome back to another episode of Mostly Superheroes, a monthly pursuit for the world's best stories or whatever. Whenever we're in here is yeah. when we get in here. We're back again. Good to see your guys' faces. Holy crap. It feels awesome being back here in the studio with you, our listeners, subscribing out there on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, we appreciate you. Welcome back. So much going on this week. I can't even believe it. Happy Mother's Day. Wait for it. Need a bigger board. Ready? Yes. I, I was getting ready for... We can do whatever. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> My mom rocks. <laughs> to all you moms out there that are rocking hard, happy Mother's Day. It's actually Mother's Day in Mexico today. I saw that on oh. the calendar, and then Mother's Day, I mean, if you're listening to this, it probably is happening right now in the U.S. for you. Uh, let's go do a roundtable, and, you know, a bunch of moms made us, so we might as well talk about us. Giggler! Yes. My mom's the best. Yeah? Yeah. I love, love Paula. Oh, Paula. Hey, Paula. Yeah. Hey, hey, Angie. That's my mom. We've got a couple of moms already shouting them out. Giggler, how have you been? I've been amazing. It's been a great week. You've been active? Yeah, been yeah. busy. I've, been, I've played about fifty holes of golf in the last week. So oh that's my. a good life, right there. Wow, somebody just got real mad listening yeah. to this. <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, fifty rounds. I am Jeez. angry. Fifty holes, 50. not rounds. Oh, okay. Like... You, did you say rounds? I thought you said rounds. Fifty holes. Let's, I don't know. Um, I see you're walking your St. Louis City hat. Go St. Louis City. What's yeah, the record now? We like, lost last night. Uh, yeah, oh, they lost oh, last God, night. This guy. We're about downer. Debbie Downer. Five and five, one and two, five, two and one, something like that. Pretty epic. Still, we win our first five. Yeah, they're in a row. they're. It, it's a little bit it's of been a struggle awesome. since the okay. like for the last month yeah. or so. But people have already forgotten about the five win streak of the brand I'm new not, soccer team. Well, right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not writing them off yet. They're still. They're still. They're still pretty good. Scotty Scoop. Hey, shout out to my mom, Mona. Mona, still doing it. Still just being a just mom. Being a mom. She recently had a. She was at your wedding recently. Yes, she was there. You're making her super proud. Yep. How are you, Scotty? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I do know. I don't want to like. Russia, but we got so much. You have another medical story. <laughs> if you want to tell it. And you got like we gotta go like one minute on this thing. There's so many medical stories. Uh, okay, so everybody knows the last time I had the jaw dislocation <laughs> with the uh root canal. Yes. Terrible, 
terrible thing. So yes. I finally went back in, got it all healed up. They uh, they did the build up, gave me a, a temporary metal crown. Uh, about two days, it just fell right off. <laughs> just like popped out. Just popped right off. Were you eating? I I was eating barbecue pulled pork. Just uh, you know, oh, the just loosest. meat. Yeah, it's just mm. soft meat. Yes, popped right out. Yeah. Oh no, delicious, terrible. <laughs> and but now you're where now? What's up now? Uh, two weeks. I go in and I get my permanent put in. Permanent Dude, crown. Jeez. The journey continues. And then, and then who knows what after that? I'll probably break my leg or something. How's uh, Shanna? How are the kids? Everybody's good. Everybody's good. Everybody's real good. All right. Next up, we know this guy. We'll go to Sam the Sleeper. Oh, that Thank that you. should have been like an alarm bell. <laughs> yeah, we, you got to work that in next time. I'll try. <laughs> no, I don't have it. <laughs> Sammy, welcome back. Anxiety's high now. No. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I forgot to, to give you something. Hi, mother. She's not going to be listening. Real quick. She asked me when I... <laughs> this morning, she goes, you're going to be on that podcast again with with the characters that I, I don't know? And, and I said, yeah, you're superhero podcast. You're not going to know. She's like, oh. I'm like, okay. You're not listening. <laughs> Were you talking to my mom? Like, <laughs> yeah. Logan, what is it that you do? What is that? What's your project? You got the characters? You, you got the thing where you and the you talk about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if my mom knows With what podcasts mics. even are. No, I'll be, I'll no. be honest. Same. I do have. I f- totally forgot about this pre-show. Would have been a perfect pre-show item. No, this is good. Opening in the show is even better. Yeah. I know, but Hold it on, I'm ready. Fit. What we got? It, technically, it's for Han since I messaged Han. I, this is great. <laughs> yeah. But Han oh can decide. Oh, oh yes. these are Wolverine claws. Right, check those out. Check those out. I saw these last time. You guys had plastic ones. Oh, Dangerous. Oh, jeez. These are. Oh, jeez. Legs are dead. Like I could. These are no longer spending time that, in my closet. Sure? I can't believe I grabbed it like this. Are you sure that these haven't murdered anyone? All that stuff Those we have... said about you in the pre-show, Andy, we're sorry. Yeah. Is that animantium? <laughs> what you got to say <laughs> now, boy? Oh my god. All right, what's the story? I I just had those for a Halloween costume one year, and they just are in the closet. They got to go. I texted Andy a little bit ago. Hey, you're a dad now. I said, yeah, yeah, I can't (laughs) have him finding those. He'll kill somebody. Um, And I said, you want these? And he said, sure. So I just figured this would be the time. Otherwise, they'll be in the dumpster. Mine are somewhere on those shelves over there. I saw those. Yours would cut right through them. Yeah, I've opened some beers with these. Just You can shotgun like three beers at a time. Is it really steel? Like They're stainless it, yeah, steel. This is like Chinese stainless steel, the best. Oh, black market. Yeah, like, little, <laughs> where'd you get these? Little rust over here. <laughs> right. I think yeah, they've been, been sitting. Used. In a, been, that's blood, actually. It's blood. <laughs> yeah, these have been used in a murder, but I'll still take them. All right, guys, sure. and we're not done yet. We got a fifth one today. That's right, from Texas, coming back. Danny, patron. Howdy. Happy wow. Mother's Day to Anne. She might uh, also could be known as Mrs. Sleeper. She's great at falling asleep in movies, also. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pulls the classic, wakes up, pretends like she hasn't been sleeping, and then asks what's going on. So kind of gives herself away. <laughs> what's, what's up now? Almost, what's happening? <laughs> wait, but yeah, she'll she'll wake up like, no, I haven't been asleep. But, but what's what's happening right now? <laughs> it's like, who's this guy? What's the, what's what's the, the main character, Mom? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Danny, how you been? How's life? It's been a couple months. Yeah. No, I'm I'm great. Just um, <clears throat> living life in Texas, um, working, hanging out. You know, nothing too crazy. I got a couple things in the works that, depending on how they pan out, I'll I'll share when they're concrete. Ooh. Um, but uh, all, all like personal stuff. 
But, um, but not this podcast blowing up and changing your life. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Hey, I'm trying. We're trying, man. We're gonna p- announce some yeah. stuff today that might put us in the right direction. I know. Yeah, I know. Maybe. I'm a, Our- nothing would make me happier than doing this more and all other work less. Absolutely. Well, shout out to all the moms out there, to all the moms that made it possible for us to do nerdy, dumb shit like this. I hope you're proud. Angie, my mom, got to give a shout out to my mother-in-law, Chris, who is an active listener of the pod. For sure, listening and watching right now is familiar with Scotty Scoop and the Giggler and Danny and asks about you guys on the regular and like your stories and stuff. She's caught up with like she knows more about your medical (laughs) history probably than your kids. I mean, we've been called a heartwarming show before, so that's right. It all makes sense. That's right. Moms would even love it. That's right. Thanks to the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day. Next up, moving right along, what you eat and shout out to the gramophone. Mm. Yeah. Man, it was good again. Sandwiches, beer, best sides in town, in the Grove, St. Louis, Missouri. Whether you live here, whether you're visiting town, see the gramophone. Uh, let's get a rating uh, on the score. A 4.0 for me, Andy. 4.0, always. Oh, four, solid. Big four for me. Yeah. Danny, Belky's you've had it. four. Yes. Always a four. I feel like you guys might have been peer pressured into that four, but I'll take it. You're welcome no. to Gramophone. Five four-star reviews out of four. Out, out of four, yeah. Out of four. Appreciate Solid you guys. Sandwich. And now we are just going to dive right into it because I want this energy to follow us into the whole show. We have a major announcement. You know, when you start something, you don't really know sometimes even why you're starting it. You you like something. We'll see where, where it goes. Mostly superheroes was one of those things. I want to talk about movies. I want to hang out with my friends. What was I really trying to do? I was trying to take the experience of watching a movie and like extrapolating it like into this room of the studio. And that's where we are now, four years later. And in the beginning of 2022, we set some goals for more events, giving back. Remember the last one? Music. 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 Scotty Scoop pushed us over the edge a couple months ago. You made one little comment in our episode one or two, and you said, you know, there's a movie coming up called The Flash with some big stuff coming up. Why don't we run a movie theater? Got to do it. Announcing for the first time the mostly superheroes screen and social. Yeah. Awesome. I like that. The extended movie experience coming up. That's right. We have rented a movie theater. We have seats here in St. Louis, Saturday, June 24th. Mark your calendars. We're seeing the flash at the Alamo Draft House. You might be familiar with the Alamo, a national chain of uh, movie theaters that got started in the 90s with their whole goal is show up for the movie early, be there on time, no concession lines, first class service, affordable seats, and the most beautiful theater you've probably been in in many years. If you're anything like me in St. Louis in the last 10 years, this is a new location at the City Foundry in St. Louis, an air-rated multi-business location where you can walk outside, inside, kind of custom modern food court style we've been many times andy and in here tucked in the city foundry in the beautiful midtown of st louis is the alamo theater and we are so excited to bring to you the mostly superheroes screen and social again the extended movie experience what can you expect saturday june 24th we're going to see the flash at noon folks and we're going to hang out before and after the movie that's right before the movie we're going to have a pre pre pre-social brunch Door prizes, and we're working on right now live music. I actually have a meeting with a band 
tomorrow, and we're going to have some kind of live music there in some regard. If it falls through, we will have a Bose speaker, and it will be so <laughs> nice, too. But I think the band's going to work out. Also, the movie, of course, getting in there about 30 minutes early. The Alamo, they offer great pairings with their movies, a nice 30-minute pre-show ad-free feature. For example, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy at the Alamo, and they had a nice... Um, you know, kind of similar to the Disney Plus featurettes, the Marvel Legends, where they do the recap stories. The Alamo put together their own uh, recap from all the Guardians' perspectives to lead you into the movie. The Flash is going to have its own custom show, so you're going to want to be there. And then after the movie, we're doing a post-social hangout. You know, what's what's how's the movies always gone for you? You're usually running late, you're missing previews, the movie ends, you exit, and you go home, and you're like, damn, I didn't get to talk about it. It's just kind of over. Not anymore. Movie exits, we have The Meaning of a Bar, the bar where Sam and I actually just met recently, had a nice little happy hour. We'll do a little social hour there after the movie. Come join us. You can come hang out with us before and after, get featured on the pod, tell us what you thought about The Flash, get hyped for The Flash, and you can expect an actual beer tasting at the After Movie Social from our friends at well spent brewing company. That's right. Free beer tasting. Yeah, give it up for free beer tastings. Absolutely. Um and all sorts of prizes from local St. Louis companies, local St. Louis events, uh, from folks that put on St. Louis events. Uh, they're going to be there with us in person. We're so excited. It's going to be a ticketed event. We have not put tickets on sale yet. We're final putting together the final pieces of all of how this is going to work. Um, when we do go live with tickets, you'll know about it on our social media. And you'll check it out at MostlySuperheroes.com. Be ready. June 24th is the day. Uh, and we're so excited to sell you guys these tickets. You're going to get all of this included, everything I've mentioned, the brunch, the movie, the after uh, movie social, and your one ticket price. It'll be affordable. And your money, where's it going? This is our fundraising event, folks. This is how we're going to raise some money to do exactly what we said, do some good. Um, part of the money, of course, is going to go back into the podcast. This is how we raise our arm funds and keep the lights on and keep enhancing our equipment um, making the show better but we're also going to split the proceeds and the profits with some local st louis organizations still more coming but for one we know for uh, absolutely true is going to be the boys and girls club of greater st louis we're so excited to partner with them and and make a donation from any money that comes to the event so you can buy tickets and we also have a couple sponsorship spots still open we're locking those in right now but it's not too late if this is something that you want to get into to help us put this on for our local community this is it. The Mostly Superheroes screen and social, June 24th. Watch for details at MostlySuperheroes.com, and we can't wait to see you there. And that's how I do the spot, so whenever I post it on social media, it'll just be a one big thing. I don't yeah. have to cut it up many yeah. times. Now I want to hear, what do you guys think? I'm pumped. I'm going to be there. It's going to be like... You go. I'm going to be here in a flash. Yes. You go. Oh. Oh. You see that? Oh. oh. It will. It will be. Sammy's in a flash. We better. Sammy's going. We're talking about right. seats. Uh, you guys are going to be represented in some way. Scotty, you and the fam. You yep. guys are going to be gonna there. Have the family. You're definitely not going to want to go back and change this timeline. Ooh, <laughs> very nice. nice That's nice, right. Nice. Yeah, DC man, this is it. The reboot, the reset, the the controversy with Ezra Miller, James Gunn running DC. It's all happening. Giggler, Michael I, Keaton, Michael uh, Keaton. Don't forget. Yeah, you I mean, wanna, I'm, hey, you want to get Mike, nuts? If you're listening, you want to get nuts? All. PC Mike, if you're listening, you're. I haven't texted you yet, but you're about to get the poster for this thing. You oh, gotta yeah. come. <laughs> he better be there. You, you guys will be there. We got lots of friends coming, lots of fans of the show that we've already talked to. It's gonna be folks that you've heard on the show. You'll get to meet and greet with us. We'll be recording and live streaming from the location. So much fun. We're so excited to do this first ever event 
the Mostly Superheroes screen and social pairing movies with our episodes. And of course, our episode of The Flash Review will be a very different episode. Oh my. Because we're going to have a lot more to talk about, more fans to feature, stuff like that. That's going to be amazing. You've been talking about this since season one, so... Yeah, Thank this you is, for bringing this into fruition. Yeah, no, it's one of those things that like it has been in my heart and in my mind of what this would be and how it could be. And the fact that we might actually have live music for the very first one was kind of a pipe dream. And it seems like it actually might be coming together. The folks at the Alamo have been nothing but the best to work with, r- willing to customize with us the event, make it our own. Uh, and this is really meant to create great memories with each other, with community. Um, we all know these movies come out once, twice, three times per week at this rate. They make... You know, they cost and they make in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Thousands of people work on these things that we look at and we just let them kind of slip by. And I think we've all kind of taken this stuff for granted. And this is how we can actually make it more of an event, more of a celebration and absolutely help folks in need that need it more than any of us. All right, guys, the screen and social. Can't wait to see you there. Can't this summer. It's going to be a lot of fun. Take this energy into the rest of the episode. Next up, let's get into some fan mail. Fan mail. Fan mail is really fun today. We have a few folks to highlight. First of all, we want to join, want you to join us in our Mostly Superhero Squad. That's our exclusive, free, private group on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, you can also join the Mostly Members and Patron group at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash support and get that exclusive content where, man, that pre-show today was fire. There's yeah. some real big conversations, some teasers, um, some uh, you know, teasing, I, some teasing, <laughs> like all sorts of behind the scenes stuff that you just don't know about unless you get in there. And first up, congrats to a fan of ours that won one of our recent vinyl giveaways. That's right. The Brothers by the Black Keys. Congrats to Tanya Luis, who posted on her social media. Got her record. We mailed it to her. She entered. She won. Way to go, Tanya. Thanks for listening and checking out the pod and enjoy this vinyl. Great album. Great album. So much fun. And speaking of vinyls, we are giving away another one. Radiohead. Been huge into Radiohead this last year. Album after album after album. And In Rainbows is definitely one of my favorite albums from Radiohead. We're giving this one away. Um, and we're also doing this differently. Tanya kind of inspired me. You know, I'm always looking to buy from the band first. You know, if you can buy from a band, buy from the mm-hmm. band. If you can't go from the band, go somewhere local. I ended up buying the Brothers album from a local uh, shop that was near her. I think she's in Michigan. And so we'll work with you to buy this thing wherever it makes the most sense. Always putting the band first. Nice. Go to MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash contest and, buy, and enter to win in rainbows by Radiohead. Hmm. What Love was, it. Can you go back one slide? Of course. What was her? Is that say ten cent pistol? Yeah, we got to shout her out. That's, she posted a, this on that's Instagram. A true fan. Yeah, the, it <laughs> that's is a true, true fan. It is, and she tagged us ten cent pistol underscore on Instagram and TikTok. That's Tanya. Go give her a follow, and you can see the post. She took a nice video of all the vinyl she's gotten recently. She's obviously a uh, in the space vinyl head. Yeah. Exactly. And cool. we made all we made the list. Nice. Wow. That's pretty sure that song is on that album. So, what? Ten cent pistol. Is it on the yeah, Black Keys? On, on that album that she won. So wow, you're a bigger fan wins. than wow. she wins. Andy. Somebody I had to look it up, I had to look it up to confirm, but it was... Is this in your notes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right, next up, you might recognize this guy, Zoe. Oh, Zachary. Zach, that's right. He wrote into us at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash contact. I love that because people forget that you can just simply write us a letter anytime you want, an e-letter, if you will. He says, hey, guys. I mean, look at this picture, first of all. You can follow this guy. So he's Z underscore underscore O underscore. If I can, my eyes seem okay. (laughs) You might have the right number of Better than mine. And he said, uh, congrats to the champs. This is a picture from your wedding. 
your wedding day, right? It sure was. You're that or prom. I don't oh, know. That if that's what you looked like at prom, I bet you were. That would be rough. No, no, that's my best man and my wife. Uh, he says, hey, guys, with the DC Universe announcement and James Huns, I don't know if that was a typo or on purpose. But <laughs> I'm just down. just be how often he types Hun that it's yeah. autocorrect. Yeah. 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 yeah that's James Hun. I, just, I still think we should get hashtag James Hun going. Uh, plan with the, with, the hun, with the gun plan, roughly explain what are top three in order that you and the guys are most excited for, most importantly, why? So keep that question in your mind. He says, I'd say the average person w- wouldn't know much, if anything, about these projects. So I'm curious as to what you guys are excited about at this early stage. Keep up the good work. Can't wait to hear you guys discuss. This one's for you, Zach. Absolutely. Um, I'll just, I got one right now that I'm pretty pumped to see, and that's a Superman legacy. So I'll get mine out of the way. But the next two, uh, I have to think about it. Andy, DC. Yeah, I'm looking them up right now. I have to re- refresh myself. Yeah. 100% Batman. Like, that's that's it. Brave, brave and the bold. Yep. That's, I couldn't I immediately can't wait to see who's going to be who that's going to be and what what they're going to do to make that different from what the Batman is right now. I'm sure it'll be. Can you just imagine a I don't know, a, a Guardians like tone Batman? I don't know. That just that'd be pretty crazy. But I think they, 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 he could pull it off. Obviously. He could do it. He yeah. could pull it yeah. off. He pulled if off. If anyone maker. could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but... Scott, Scotty. Uh, I think uh, Blue Beetle looks really interesting. Hmm. Um. My 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 probably my most anticipated is going to be Booster Gold. Oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm right there. That'd be my number two. See Do you want Booster me to read these Gold. off real quick so we can? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go ahead. All right, shows Waller and Creature Commandos, Booster Gold, Lanterns, Paradise Lost. Lanterns is my number three. Mm-hmm. So in movies we have Swamp Thing, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, Brave and the Bold, The Authority. And Superman Legacy, so Swamp Thing. All right, Danny P. What about you? Yeah, <clears throat> Batman's got to be number one. Um, then probably Superman, and then number three is Lanterns. Um, because I just I love space stuff and Guardians. You know, I know we're going to talk about it, but just kind of reminded me of that. And I think I think the Lanterns has a lot of potential. I think we've seen some not so great iterations <laughs> of the Green Lantern Corps so far on the big screen, and so I think. That just has a lot of potential. It'd be really cool to see what they do and who they use. Well said. Fair share. Sammy yep. Z. Danny P. took the words right out of my mouth. Lanterns would have to be more my jam. Mm. I just love that sci-fi space vibes to the superhero movies, and they got they got a lot a lot of room to uh, improve upon that that uh that character and that in title the exactly. So <laughs> yeah, that I, would be mine. I love the the Deadpool. In credit scene yep. two, I mean spoiler alert. Oh, in yeah. credit scene for Deadpool two, that's plenty of space, and there's been plenty of years since this movie. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds shoots his version of himself <laughs> so, that played. Yes, I forget which one he played. Which Green Lantern? Uh, Hal Jordan. He played Hal Jordan. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, the only thing that sucks about this is we didn't get his, so he's gonna have to write us back again. Well, Zach, I'll get it. He was yeah. Well, you'll make sure it happens. Next, next, next fan mail, and maybe uh, maybe a little voicemail. I, I, you're right. <laughs> Remember yeah. his last one? No. He said his, his last one, he was, he was doing his voice. He's like reading off the voicemail while his, he was changing clothes in his office or something. And his <laughs> boss like walked in at the same time. It was something <laughs> weird like that. I, I, he'd be pissed if I, he 
found out that I said this, this on, is the on story air, I need. Yes, I, oh, I thought it. I think we talked about it on air previously. But I picture him it, like putting on a tie you, and his pants and like one shoe, and he's like, and then that's <laughs> there he was just, watching Deadpool <laughs> in the middle of it. You could tell like something was happening, and he's like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> you would never, you could never know by listening to it, but knowing him talking about it, oh man, you just hear a boss in the background like, I'll, we need those TRS reports. I'm gonna go find. <laughs> are you done with the TPS report? I'm gonna go find the episode and 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 replay it. Well, we'll we'll go. We'll have that for next week's fan mail or next month. All right, Zachy, thanks for reaching out. A good topic. I mean, it's a great time to be a DC fan and uh, way more titles to be looking out for in the future. And talking about that call log, 754-CALL-LOG, 754-225-5564. Save it in your phone as mostly superheroes. Call it and text it. We want to hear from you. And we have a very special voicemail today from a very close friend of ours, Mr. Aaron S., huge fan of the show, a local guy, uh, one of our great friends, and apparently... Uh, saw a movie recently, and this is going to be the time to talk about this movie. So get your ratings ready. Get a one or two sentence about this film, the Super Mario Brothers movie from Aaron S. Here he is now. Hey, guys, this is Aaron Sanders. I am looking forward to the upcoming episode about Super Mario Brothers and figured I'd call in with a uh, topic for you guys to talk about, maybe. Um, I had the pleasure of seeing the movie with Scotty Scoop, uh, over the weekend, and he and I started uh, going back and forth as to whether Mario actually qualifies as a superhero. To me, it's pretty clear he does. I mean, his name is Super Mario Brothers, and, I mean, just like in the original Avengers movie, when Thanos comes into New York City, Bowser comes into New York City, Mario and his gang, Donkey Kong, they're all there to stop him. Mario literally saves the Mushroom Kingdom probably the Ice Kingdom, and save New York City as he's doing it. So, anyways, just thought I'd throw that out there, uh, see if Scotty Scoot's losing his credibility or not. So, love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Aaron S. Oh, man. I guess I should have said spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario's brother movie, you saw it with Aaron. Is Super Mario a uh, superhero? Scotty, I want your answer, and I want your rating of this movie. Look, I guess he loosely qualifies as a hero. I don't know that it's a superhero. I guess he does have powers every once in a while. Uh, I don't. Did anybody else see the movie? No, nope, uh, I have not. Yeah, I have yes. not. Okay. But I, I liked his it. argument. Yeah, I guess. I mean, all right. Good enough. Well, we all know Mario. I've been playing this video game forever. <laughs> I mean, I'll weigh in. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like he gets like, his whole purpose is to like save the princess. And then he gets superpowers along the way by like eating flowers and getting the fire and like riding Yoshi and flying and I mean I don't know what else yeah. you need superpowers. Off the cuff, I was like, no, he's not. But then he laid it out, and I was yeah. like, so well, what would he yeah, be instead of a lawyer. superhero? Well, my like, thought was like, like a hero. Well, at first I was like, he's got super in his name, right? And I go, but is he a hero? And I was like, he literally is a hero. He does many hero <laughs> heroic things. Very heroic. So I'm like, okay, check that box. Giggler, I see it. I see it. Danny? He's a really good plumber, but yeah. also a superhero. All right, Danny. Yeah, he is. He's got a sidekick. He's got a vehicle. You know, <laughs> he's got powers. He does. Mushrooms. He wears a cape sometimes. He does mushrooms like, a lot. Yoshi. Yeah. Andy Hunza. All right. What about who else saw this movie? Just I you. Uh, Andy saw. It, right? I saw it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Let's I do go. ratings. Andy, you go. Yeah, good call. Uh, I go like a three This is out of four. This is a. Just vomited nostalgia the entire movie. Like my god, it was. But it was like in the most perfect way. Like mm-hmm. exactly what perfect I expected. Puke. The plot was just 
very basic. I mean, what it, I mean, I guess it wasn't saving the princess, but still, um, just kind of what you would expect. But overall, just a great movie experience. I, I'm excited to watch it streaming coming out again. I'll throw it on again for sure. All right, uh, Danny P. Yeah, I'm gonna go three point five. I was grinning ear to ear this whole time. I mean, I'm a big oh, video yeah. game guy. I like the Mario stuff. I thought, you know, there was some concerns about the voices and stuff going in, but <laughs> it's it's the runtime is perfect. I don't need a two two and a half hour long Super Mario Brothers movie, and at like one, I think it's like hour and a half, maybe hour forty five at most. Yeah, it was like a tight ninety. It was yeah, it was tight. Um, and I thought Jack Black as as Bowser. You know, I mean his his Peaches song is like Trent is um, hitting the charts. Yeah, apparently, right? Like it was just fun, perfect time, and a bunch of nostalgia. Now they'll milk this thing dry for sure because it made a bunch of money. So I don't know if they'll always be this great, but this first endeavor, I think Nintendo is moving in the direction of Disney and how they're positioning their properties and you know, between theme parks, going to the big screen in the right way. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more Nintendo over the next couple of years. And I mean, Chris good. Pratt. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Did he hey do it's good? me, Mario. Dude, <laughs> good. That's Everywhere. the ultimate question. Yeah. So Scotty, how'd Chris Pratt do? And what's your rating? Uh, I mean, he was fine. I mean, I really didn't have any problems with the, the casting, but uh, I had an issue with the movie in that it was just a straight kids movie mm -hmm. yeah like yeah. this this was like i mean sometimes you'll go and you'll see a, a kids movie like shrek or something else and you'll get that like adult like Undertones. the jokes that you know that they throw in there just for you and i didn't feel any of that it in was this kids. movie at all this was just for the kids and yeah of course i brought my kids they loved it i mean the movie was good yeah i didn't feel like it was you know unnecessarily bloated um but i 2.75 for me oh wow like i just i needed something it, I, I felt it was a little flat yeah i've learned uh, over the years like when we bring in that second decimal we feel something yeah <laughs> it's a good point do you see it no but if it's a if it's kids and doesn't have any of those undertones those little those little things for the the adults it's not getting into the threes for me right it'll make it onto your kid's ipad one day. Gotta, one day. That's about <laughs> it. No, love Super Mario Brothers. I mean, this is fan, over, but it'll over never get a billion dollars already. Yeah, it's like wow. the highest grossing video it's, game of it, all time. It's uh, one of the highest grossing films of the year. I think far. it's made it into like the top five animated movies uh, uh, as far as money. I think it's like 1.25 really? billion already or something. Yeah. I mean, yep. massive Crazy. audience. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, yeah. totally thinking it would flop just I mean, from a couple blurbs I read about it before. Let's go with the Super and... Smash Brothers movie next, please. Yeah, I mean, oh, I well, seeing. I think I think like the well, Italian American crowd, you know, that you might have had a hundred percent, and you ended up with like fifty percent, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like where like people were just pissed. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like it's like if you cast me as Mulan. <laughs> I'd watch it. I mean, I would make <laughs> of you guys. The, guy, the guys I'm, in the room are gonna watch it. Yeah, all my friends and family would be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Super Mario Brothers. Aaron S. calling in, leaving yes. a voicemail. So glad we've been really been, sticking it to me. I've been trying to get him to man. call in for so long. Thanks, man, and uh, we'll see you guys. I can't wait to drunk call in. <laughs> I'm <laughs> shocked it hasn't happened by now. Yeah, yeah oh, late we night. should have done it this <laughs> yeah. weekend at the golf uh, trip. That would have been hilarious. Listen, like Super Mario Bros. <laughs> you think your podcast is good? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's move right into some news and rumors. News and rumors. 
Gossip. That's right. It's time. <laughs> and boy, is there some news in the entertainment industry. Oh. The writer's strike is happening happening again. Writers are on strike. I don't think the last the last time this happened was like 2007, 2008. Got a report here from the Hollywood Reporter. Writer's strike fallout. Talking about the economic impact could be upwards of $2 billion. That's what it was back around the 100-day mark of the writer's strike when this happened the first time around. Real I mean, bad. I mean, think about it now. Like, this is unprecedented times of, like, the amount of scripts and stories that are coming in. And, uh, it, you know, essentially, I guess, you know, I don't know how much you guys have read about this or what you know about how the strike works. You know, please wait in if you do i'm following the hollywood reporter here so the writers guilds of america it, i think that's the an acronym mm-hmm. they essentially have a price tag of you know how much they've been paid and how much they want to be paid yeah all right and they're doing this against the amptp i don't know what that stands for to be honest but this is like you know apparently the the organization that dictates these rules and writers aren't being paid enough. This has happened before. And they are out on the streets. Picket signs going strong. Um, and apparently, you know, the dollar, if you're talking about, like, where are they in the process? How long could this last? And the, the potential impact, again, went 100 days the last time. And we're already seeing now how many days in, like a week or two. Titles are dropping off. Things are immediately mm-hmm. getting delayed. Um, obviously, like, for fans and for people in the industry, just, you know, frustrating from a standpoint of you just went through uh, the global pandemic and major pauses. This is another thing, but these these writers have something to say. I've seen a lot of people uh, on social media vocalizing about this. You know, I saw um, a lot of artists, a lot of writers. Um, you know, people that you know just across the whole industry. So I don't know if you guys know. I I've heard of some stuff that comes close to our stuff possibly getting delayed. I, I Marvel was safe for a minute, but I feel like there's already Scotty. What do you know about? Uh, Blade has been put on hold. God again. Yes, again. Again. Yep. It's going to happen. It's, yep. And I mean, this, this is going to be like ongoing. So we'll keep yeah. you posted. I mean, it's going to be in the, it, it really the dozens comes, of delays. It comes mm-hmm. down to streaming. Yeah. You know, these guys are yeah. getting almost next to nothing when their stuff comes on to streaming. And uh, get ready for the streaming prices to start going up. Yeah. Because yep. they're going to need to pay these guys for their work that is just getting aired in perpetuity forever. And they're getting nothing, basically. Um, and it, I mean, it's almost like uh, uh, like the Black Widow problem. Mm, yeah. You know, when they released that direct to streaming and they were like, oh, mm-hmm. we don't have to pay you because we didn't put it out in theaters. Yep. And, well, they lost that. Yeah, they did. And I mean, and then Black Widow won. Yeah. <laughs> that one. That was, show me that movie. Well, I have a quick question on this. Is it really true that they threatened to release the succession? like script or something like that the finale oh, i don't i don't know about that. i don't know told, if it's true but someone I told this. me this but i'm like i don't the know how, how you verify this well I mean, i've heard similar stories where like you know you could start holding certain things over people's heads or like certain releases you'd be like oh you know america's expecting this essentially or the world's expecting this but yeah. like what are the stakes for real the real the real implication here that you don't realize is you know upwards of twenty thousand people are potentially out of work here mm-hmm. So yeah. oh, you know, yeah, there is it, the, the the production value in LA alone is somewhere in the ballpark of like four hundred thousand like a month or something. That's just like not happening right now. Danny, you were saying yeah. something? Yeah, a few things. So I got a list of shows um, that are going to be impacted. This is from IGN.com. Things that I think would be relevant to us, so like Cobra Kai's on there, um, the Daredevil: Born Again, because yeah. mm. apparently that's in production, um, Stranger Things, and Wonder Man. Oh boy. You know, all, all things that they're saying are going to be impacted by this. But, you know, I think for me, I, I completely empathize, empathize with the folks impacted by this because it's like the industry has evolved so quickly and COVID accelerated streaming services in such a way 
that it went from being a place where things go to after they've been elsewhere to now being like the focal point for so many of these companies. And if you don't align that with how you're compensating people, people are going to sit there and be like, well, why am I doing this work if I'm not being properly compensated? Sure. Um, I think from an impact standpoint, like I remember like, gosh, I hope this doesn't happen, but I don't want to watch a bunch of reality TV again. Cause that was the nonsense we got when lost all of a sudden was, was stopped and all these oh. great shows that were going on, you know, in the early two thousands. And it was, it was rough. Um, you know, you can, you can see it in the quality of some of the things when they tried to push through a little bit and yeah. break up a seasons. So hopefully they figure this out. Hopefully, you know, sound minds prevail. Um, you know, and these people are able to be, you know, better compensated in alignment with the way the industry has changed. Um, and hopefully, you know, we get, we get content. And the other thing I'll just say is I empathize with these people having the courage to do this, given the fact that, we're in a tough economic situation in the United States right now. Um, you know, inflation's really high. You know, I think people are going into a lot of uncertainty and to, to enter a strike at this time um, has to be pretty daunting to folks. Um, so my my heart and uh, mind, you know, thoughts are, are with them as hopefully they can get through this quickly and come out on the other end, being better off because this is an important uh, industry to me. I just looked it up on the internet so you know it's true mm -hmm. average hollywood writer salary is like seventy thousand, which in hollywood uh rich is like a bus ticket <laughs> no, sure. i mean that is wow. from what these movies you know these movies make fortunes yep. in a lot of the cases i know that's just one number but if that's the average that is insanity this world is insanity. I mean, yeah. that's for sure. I mean, just one, like Danny said, just one industry across uh, many, and we you can see signs of a uh, of inflation and prices, and and everything's going up a little bit. The the package mentality is getting there, where you got to buy more stuff up front. You know, people want more money up front. I mean, Fandango's doing tiered seat pricing. Like we're about to see tiered pricing yeah. for Netflix for password uh, locking stuff like this. I mean, it's it's happening around us. But we're mostly superheroes, so we'll just keep it moving. <laughs> we don't know shit about finance. Let's move right into <laughs> whoa, this whoa. uplifting yeah, news. Oh, oh, no one wants to talk about it. <laughs> this has been on the radar. We've heard about Ugh. it a few weeks ago. This guy's in trial. We're talking about Jonathan Majors is on trial for possible assault against a girlfriend or a female acquaintance of his. Don't know if everybody's familiar with the story. Many articles, many, I mean, this has been a few weeks, uh, but as you know, correct me if I'm wrong here. As the story goes, he was with his girlfriend. She called the police uh, about an altercation on Friday night, and she called Saturday morning and claimed to have injuries from their altercation to her neck and to her head and checked herself into a hospital and then filed charges against Jonathan Majors. And he has been on trial ever since that's about as far as i could get on the story you know they're gonna keep this thing buttoned up mm -hmm. not sure if anybody knows anything else but i'm telling you contracts are going away projects are falling away he lost his agent and now marvel is uh, according to screen geek potentially considering recasting him as obviously amongst all of his projects jonathan major is one of the biggest stars on the planet right now you know, making his come out in I think the HBO series was one of his uh, his one of his first big things. You guys remember that TV show he was on, Jonathan Majors? I, I forget the Lovecraft series. Country. Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. Really good. And he's been in a lot of other things since. His recent stuff has been Creed Three, and then of course, Kang the Conqueror. If you've seen 
Ant-Man, if you've seen Loki, I mean, if you saw the end credit scene of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, we're talking about, spoiler alert, thousands of Kangs. This is crazy that this guy could be recast. What have been thoughts about this situation? Where's everybody sitting with this? Let's start with you, Danny P. Yeah, I don't like to jump to assumptions on any of this stuff. um, Good. Because I just think, you know, it it is what it is. It'll it'll happen how it happens. What is interesting to me in looking away from what has or hasn't happened is his agent has cut ties, but Marvel didn't just right off the bat. Like, I feel like with a lot of these other things that have happened in the past, Marvel's like been real quick to just be like, okay, you're out. Um, and I, I don't know if that has to do with contracts or what, that's just kind of an interesting thing that I'm noticing that this didn't just immediately cancel it. Um, you know, and, and, you know, there could be a lot of reasons why, but it's a bummer. It's very unfortunate, um, in so many ways, you know, for all the people involved and all the people that are going to be hurt one way or another. Um, and I, I hope that this is resolved in the best way for the those that are most impacted and like i said i don't we'll we'll know when we know and nothing in entertainment should drive any decisions outside of you know what's right for the people that are hurt yeah absolutely i totally agree has to be the victims first and the facts matter and 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 play this out and unfortunately though this is not going to be that case like this is definitely a person that's in the spotlight the, the, yeah. the trashing began from both sides, from he's innocent to he's guilty. Immediately. Immediately, just like, oh, here's here's some, you know, I remember it was the day of, and somebody had an article locked and loaded. It was like, Jonathan Majors has been always really shitty on sets. Yep. And I was like, it's been 20 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Like, but, however, I'm, I mean, I'm with Dan. Facts are facts. Like, let's just see what happens. Scotty Scoop, where you been sitting That's, with this? So uh, I come down on both sides, you know, I, I want to believe victims, obviously. But then he came out pretty pretty quickly and said, look, there's video evidence that shows that I didn't do this. And then there was like uh, the victim like recanted their statement. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, sh- she had said there was certain like neck in my, my head. And then it came out that, well, it wasn't even that. It was something about my arm and pushed me off a car. And... Then you've got uh, she didn't want to press charges, but the district attorney wanted to push the charges. And it's yeah. like uh, I'm I'm really just reserving judgment. Yeah, here. that's good. That's that's the way. I mean, I'm proud of you guys so far. Nobody's yeah. disappointed me yet. Just waiting to see what the giggler says. <laughs> what do you think, Andy? <laughs> I pretty much 100 percent agree with what Scott says. I mean, this this that's this smart. this whole article here is a nothing burger. I mean, they. They're, they're saying they're going to consider recasting like that's exactly what they should do if, if it's true what he did absolutely and so, they have the technology yeah. but the other yes. point we have ezra miller that's still employed and about to make a billion yeah. dollar movie good in a point month. bill so, cosby's about to go on tour so um is that comedy no, stand-up comedy no you know, now, now listen everything we're talking about everything Amazing. everything and everything we've talked about for the last 10 minutes is hearsay just white yeah. guys yeah. on internet yeah. right <laughs> so let's just be clear we don't know anything but right. Well, yeah, I'm, I mean, we I'm, ho- let's just say this. What do we hope? We hope he's innocent. Correct. And that it works out. But like, who I want, knows? I want him to be Kang. Yeah. He did a tremendous job already. Yeah. And that, that's one of the things I was most excited for in the entire MCU. And he's going to be a huge part of it. Or but Lynch could be to this but, entire phase. But don't beat up your girlfriend. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah exactly. Four, five and six. Oh, yeah. If it's yeah. true, then if it's true, then, then you're a terrible person. You deserve it. to be recast and thrust out of the spotlight. 
And so, how, how many people will will not see these movies because there's a different Kang? I mean, maybe a handful, but yeah, nothing. they could do it. They could do yeah, it. Yeah, MCU back stays and, on the trajectory. Yeah, Loki's right and Ant Man. You just, just change the scene. Yeah, change the scenes. Change put someone's face. face on it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And we'll be fine. You've been yeah. following this at all, sleeper? I <laughs> I fell asleep there for a minute. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did remember when this headline came out, and they know there just wasn't enough facts. Yep. And then exactly. it was one of those things I went. You know what? This sucks to hear because I really loved him. You know, cast as this character after watching him in Loki, I was like, love this, love this guy as you know, Kang, and I was instantly let's put this away, not ignore it. Right. But I'm let's, trusting. Let's figure it out. I'm trusting in the justice system here. Uh, maybe that's good or bad. I don't yeah. know. I we'll you, see. TBD. Uh, just you and the sheep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and I'm hoping it comes back. Uh, you know. With good news. I mean, all I see is that in credit scene of Ant Man where there's literally a stadium oh, full the, of yeah, him. The Council yeah. of Kings. And this I just picture like the visual effects person just going like Oh no, 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 no. Jeez. No. Alright, we'll keep you posted on that one. And last in the news and rumors, some trailers that have come out. Let's yes. just roll through them. Spider Verse, into the Spider Verse, the sequel to Spider Man. Oh, actually, into the Spider Verse. This is Across the Spider Verse. Is that yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, when's that coming out? I, I can't really. Uh, I can't... July, maybe? Yeah, it looks like July 2. just came on sale okay. like last week. Uh, movie wise, uh, Marvel, we got the Marvels. I mean, November 11th. That's... Man, that movie looks so fun. It looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want to Harry got so... excited on yeah. that trailer in Guardians. She was like, oh. Dropping boy. in with the Beastie Boys. Yes. And man, just looks like a great time. It looks better than the first Marvel movie. Oh, maybe. yeah. The TV shows, we got some here. Secret Invasion, probably like one of my, I mean, top two for me on like Marvel titles. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be an epic TV show. Um, so pumped. Ahsoka. Disney Plus, Star Wars Town. Dan, yeah. what do you feel about the trailer, trailer? Trailer looked great, and I'm pumped. And Mandalorian had its highs and lows this season, but overall, I really enjoyed it. And we'll get you know, there. I think go- going into this, there's some cool stuff that they're going to explore. All right, what would you guys think of the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse trailer? Looks great. More of the same. Yeah. Just like, more and more and more, yeah, though. Don't, don't change anything to that formula. And it was, isn't this part one? Aren't they doing perfect? Basically, yes. Like two part one, part two. Back to back. Yeah. yeah. And then lastly, movie-wise, coming out this year, you guys know what month? Blue Beetle? Yeah. Uh, I want to say mm-hmm. August. Oh. July, July or August. Oh, Andy, you know what you just said? What did I even say? I don't remember now. I was oh, looking this up. Wait for the music to stop. I didn't mean to pick that one. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> what is the character of the week? Let's try another oh, one. Oh, man. Nice. Yeah, Blue Beetle. August Andy, 18th. Open up that DC Encyclopedia. Let me move, let me move these weapons first. <laughs> yeah, don't cut my throat with those animantium claws. Blue Beetle's the character of the week. That's right, we're bringing you, even though we record every eight weeks, this is the character of the week. We bring you somebody new, somebody you might know about, somebody you might not. For me, Blue Beetle, I have no idea who this is. Andy's pulling it up in our DC Encyclopedia from memory. Who knows about Blue Beetle? I actually, I have the first appearance of Blue Beetle in comic book form. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The original Blue Beetle. Three? Wait, what? Infinity the original. There's three? two two blue beetles, right? Uh, Ted Cord. Oh. Okay, uh, and then what... we got a couple on here on the screen. Showcase Blue Beetle. I don't know what that. That's a DC Comics. And then the new Fifty Two version of yeah. Blue Beetle is here too. Very Ted, Ted Cord on the left, Jaime Reyes on the right. Very nice. Well, who is Blue Beetle? Uh, blue Beetle is. Uh, I mean, if anybody watched the trailer, I did. 
Yeah. Pretty sick. It's uh, I, I would explain it as like a a, a reluctant Iron Man yes. slash Venom. And like surprise, mm. he seems surprised. Yes. Like he's discovering some tech. It's getting on him. Like he, it's not like he made it. It seems like more of like he's discovered him or something. Right. Uh, Andy, anything more in the encyclopedia? I mean, there's some great imagery in here. We highly recommend the DC encyclopedia book. So fun, very helpful. Anything? Yeah, he's a he's a big part of the Young Justice. Uh, show yes i think oh, it was so good the third season oh uh, where they feature him heavily to the second yeah. or third season and it's the jaime reyes uh, version and he's awesome i think the guy that they got to play him from cobra kai is like a great cast he's gonna do serious and comedy well just from what i've seen in cobra kai so i'm i mean i'm pumped for that one too blue nice. beetle and what was the, yeah we got we got uh powers and abilities yeah sentient blue beetle armor provides protection boosts physical capabilities and can create blades energy weapons wings or thrusters at will onboard systems include sensors life support and a universal translator hell sounds pretty decent so yeah. what, what was the what's the vibe of the trailer is this it was fun it was popping it was fast funny. It was, yeah. yeah funny you young got some spider-man Man, younger yes. you know, okay. kind of spider-man like okay yeah. i mean the graphics looked great him in the suit flying up bouncing all i around. can think of is the tick when i see it that's, me too that's about all i know about him is that this is a tick movie i believe and the tick that's a tv show right like they, yeah, yeah. They, this is a show, yeah. All right, Blue Beetle, uh, character of the week. Uh, we can't wait for the movie. It's going to be the first movie of the first phase of DC. Is right? It? No, I, th I think they counted Shazam. No. This was I already mean, uh, in production well, when James Gunn took over. Yeah, so. but you know what I'm saying. The James Gunn slate won. Like, there's the legacy movies. Shazam was the last legacy. Well, The Flash, to me, is the last legacy movie. Shazam, yeah. Flash. Blue Beetle, Aquaman. Like too. he didn't Aquaman. write, he didn't direct. He didn't have none, anything and none of these to were do put with... on the schedule with him. So Blue right. Beetle wasn't really him either. But, no, it was But not. you know, at this point, he has said that it's kicking. I think he said it's kicking off. Like the story, you know what I mean? Like the Flash yeah, is yeah, the yeah. reset. Flash is and the then reset. Blue Beetle. And Blue Beetle is new. And you know, there's going to be an end credit scene that's like the next thing. I mean, I would assume he's well, going to play I'm, this thing like MCU. I'm curious. Like Aquaman two is after even yeah. that. Yep. So, a lot of question marks. Yeah. So when you hey, say Flash was... is a reset, you mean like it's going to be a reset to the the universe? Yeah, everything. Okay. To the DC cinematic universe. Okay. Yeah, they're going to reset it, and he's going to do some Flashpoint stuff, cool. and it's going to do mm -hmm. something. There was one other trailer that came out. I think it was this week or last. I just watched it yesterday. That's how I know. Uh, the Penguin, um, Gotham TV show from what? Batman. Yeah. That yeah, it's it's on HBO Max right now. You can go and watch it, and it the tone and everything just look. I mean, production quality, at least from what I could see in the trailer they released, looks just like you're watching more of the Batman. It looks yeah. pretty cool. Oh Sign man, it it's not even like a full trailer. It's kind of like a feature. <clears throat> yeah, thing, it's right? like a sneak peek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you watch it? Mm -hmm. What do you think? I, uh, man, I'm so ready for this. Wow, that, the Batman might be like in my favorite movie. Ever. How many how many episodes do you think the Batman will be in? None. Mm. I bet we could see Bruce one, but I bet we we Maybe won't two. see a lot of Batman. Mm. Maybe like yeah, a couple times. Maybe Andy Circus, Pattinson. Yeah, but regardless, just build that. Maybe world Maybe they out. get Zoe. Build that world out. I'm excited to see that. And if they're still doing the, I think the Arkham show, that seems like it would be really, really awesome. To, uh, like vibe for that. 100. percent I'm, I'm ready for anything in, in the Matt Reeves world. All right. 
thanks, Danny, for that one. Another trailer. Lots of stuff happening. Even with the writer strike, you know, you're still going to get a lot of these things that are that are slated to come out. And uh, with that, we're going to do the fastest what you watch and we ever could. Get ready to do ratings and your take on these titles. Let's get into it right now. What you watching? What you watching? That's where where you tell you what we're watching, what we're doing, what we're reading, what we're seeing. First up, Scotty Scoop and the Giggler saw this one. Let's look at the Giggler first on the free on Freebie. All right, Jury Duty. Freebie is basically just on Prime, right? That's Uh, Amazon Prime, or is it? It's like a a, it's its own thing, but I think Prime owns it, and it's just free TV that's ad based. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, and you're watching Jury Duty on Freebie. What is Jury Duty? Jury Duty. Basically, every single person in the show is an actor. Basically, starring James James Marsden, but the real star <laughs> is that beautiful man in the front. What's his name again? Scott. I completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. <laughs> okay, this main guy. Well, the main guy. Uh, he is unaware of this all. This is a, a a court case that is is drawn up, and basically he's he's thrown right into it. He thinks he thinks he's really going to be on this jury. James Marsden is 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 on the jury as well, so he, and he just plays like an egotistical version of himself. Maybe it's the real version of himself. I <laughs> yeah. don't know. Um, it, but he provides honestly so much comic relief in this. He's like the best. it's yeah. it, it's so crazy that this guy like the end when it, when you get to the end and he he don't it, spoil it. No, I'm not. I mean, it's you were about. To, it's, it felt like you were going to get say to the end. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, I was like, <laughs> haven't seen it. Yeah, the <laughs> case and you get to the end and the case is closed. People. Like just the look on his face is is <laughs> is one of the greatest things. Like this show is so something new and fresh like i i enjoyed it so much okay all right i'm in scotty uh i mean if anyone is familiar with spike tv's the joe schmo show Mm. they did this probably 10 15 years ago where they had you know just like this game show a dating show and everyone was an actor except for the one guy and thank god they found someone who is not a terrible person (laughs) yes because this could have gone so wrong so quickly this this guy is just he's such a good person and they put him in all these wacky situations and somehow i don't know if it's the editing but somehow he just comes out just like great yeah it worked out i don't know the vetting process well, basically, they, they some, tell him, there's some great producers on this show as well. for real. Like, they tell him that he's going to be on like a reality show about yeah, jury yeah. duty. So and this is like this judge like, on a camera okay, all that's the time. What I wondered. And yeah, talking the, okay. the judge's last case, and he's going to retire. <laughs> and they're like, he was like, "This is the first time," and he's like, "Oh man, I hope they don't make me jury four person." Yeah, oh, and of God. course, he becomes the jury four person because that's where the comedy is. Yeah, so, that's, you got to make him have you like know, some stuff to do. They make him sit next to this old lady who's just constantly falling asleep, and the judge is yelling at him. You need to pay attention to your people and keep them in line. <laughs> oh, okay, and like it's that's some real some real funny moments throughout this. Uh, I think eight episodes. Yeah, so it's, free, it's all so pretty short, like twenty minutes. minutes. Yeah, Ronald. Ronald is his name, Ronald. and it's on and freebie on Prime. Yep. Yes. Well, you could download the freebie app, or you can watch it directly through Prime if you have Prime. Hey, you're gonna pay for it one way or the other not to have those ads. It's, I mean, it was fine. It wasn't it any ads. Yeah, there's ads. It's no, yeah, not really intrusive. The, the episodes are so short. Yeah, it's know? like maybe one or two ads. Yeah. All right, jury duty. Go check it out. Three point five. Oh, yeah. Four. I was gonna say rating three. Solid three. Oh, damn. Hmm. All right. Uh, I'm watching on Apple TV Plus. Me and Carrie watch Extrapolations, a really great, I think, nine part yeah. series on Apple TV Plus. 
Um, you got uh, Meryl Streep in an episode or two. You also have, um, oh, what's his name uh, from Game of Thrones, Kit Harrington. He's in oh, okay. a handful of episodes. No, with yeah, major. Snow. He has like kind of a major role in the show. And the whole premise is, um, this is kind of like a dark mirror esque show where they're showing you the future, decades kind of at a time, based on how we're all treating the planet. And oh. the extrapolations part is really brilliant, fantastic writing. They pull you into sometimes the big room where the big decisions are made and how it's all going down. And sometimes it's the people like us sitting around talking about how our lives are actually happening because of maybe living in like in a big city and what what's going on, say, 10 years from now. And then the next episode will jump to 20 years from now. It'll be and it'll tell you in the beginning of the episode. This is 2048. This is 2060. Hmm. This is 2070. And they take you all the way on this journey. And if you're able to sit down, sink into this, and get your mind into what it feels like to live in a society and talk about a society and how things kind of move, even when you know all the problems are around you, but how do you actually manage it in the real time? And like the very real problems around global warming are explored in this show. Anybody else seen it? Extrapolations? I'm looking yeah. around, shaking heads. I give it a solid 3.6. I had a great wow. time. Sounds wow. really interesting. That extrapolated that's extrapolated high. right up my list now. I'm, I'm yeah, really going to have to get list, Apple TV. Apple TV. I mean, they're putting out like groundbreaking content. Like the stories that you're like, finally, someone's talking about some of these things. Like, man, Severance. I mean, if you've seen Severance, yeah. one oh, yeah. of the best shows of yep. all time. All right, moving right along. Sam the Sleeper on Ooh. HBO. Succession. Okay. Wasn't prepared to talk about this one. Okay. I thought you had it on your list. It was, but I was like, maybe love maybe love and death. So you're mad at it's, it's later. It's all your fault. It's later. Oh, okay. <laughs> get it all. No, you succession. get more than one. Come on. I know. You're already 10 fine. seconds in, so you <laughs> got to catch up. This is about a family who basically, uh, I don't know any of the actors' names. That's fine. Uh but Everyone knows Succession on HBO. Everybody should know Kieran by now. If you're not, wa- if you're not watching it, yeah, there's a Culkin in there. Yep, third um, season, third season HBO uh, about a family who's basically running a uh, what would you call that media, uh, like conglomerate. media conglomerate? A media conglomerate, yeah. uh, massive name. Run, you know, runs news news or uh, networks, and uh, I won't spoil this season, but big things happen. It's all about who in the name, who's succeeding the the family business and then uh everything that happens in between with with big business in in media uh and it's a lot more interesting than i made it sound uh, yeah for sure that's a good point yeah <laughs> i think a lot of folks are like that though to where they're like i'm not, I'm not into business i'm like yeah but do you know about like local news and media yeah. and and like, you know on the on the surface my wife would be like i don't want this does not sound like something that would interest me you got to watch it there's so much more family drama it's really less about the business sometimes and more about the family drama oh yeah uh so you know if you love you know, dirty family drama with, you know, a business spin to it. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, I would give it uh, hmm. 3.1 uh, and then a snore rating for me, <laughs> probably two and a half out of four. Does that mean you fell asleep? I fall asleep every other episode. <laughs> it's, just, it's a nighttime five. watch. Yeah, it's, it's Sundays. Do you watch Sundays. it Sundays oh, too? Yeah, okay. Tired. Yeah. You know, I fall asleep for five minutes, wake up. I, you know, I lied to my wife. I'm like, I didn't fall asleep. Yeah, I'm not having a panic attack <laughs> like, about tomorrow morning. <laughs> you just jerk. Like, so no, it's a, it's a, it's a good show. Are you fully up to date on the new season? Oh yeah, I'm up to date. Oh man, is this the final? season? This one is so good. I almost uh, there's gonna drop be, yeah. some big ones. Danny, there. is this the final? 
I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. All right, I might finally sure it uh, give it a shot. Another oh HBO. All right, Sam, we're going back to back. I didn't mean to do that oh to you, but God. you might as well just knock it no, out. No, it's fine. Another um, Chug that another whiskey. series. <laughs> yeah. Another series on HBO Max. Uh, this, I thought, was a WandaVision spinoff starring Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> it's found out pretty quick. It is not. Uh, it is this title would have worked for that show too, though. That would, that, that, it, it could work. It could work. So Elizabeth Olsen, starring also Jesse Plemons, if you if you guys remember him from uh, God, my first, I think the first time I remember seeing him is like Breaking Bad. Yes, he's kind of like Matt Damon. If Matt Damon got stung by like a thousand bees, <laughs> oh no, yeah. If, if you want to picture it in your head, <laughs> oh, dead. Oh my God, <laughs> no, like his face. He just looks just, like puffy. I, I, I wish like, they had thought, him on there. I thought that not that same exact thing, but like I mean, this one's been catching the eye. Wow. Um, what's the premise? So the premise, and it's a true unreal. story, right? True story. Uh. And it's it's like 1970s, 1980s suburban housewife kind of falls out of love with her. Um, I'd call him boring or, or, you know, just status quo husband, uninterested, just kind of rolling through life. She just kind of gets bored with him, uh, starts wanting to have an affair with mm. her neighbor and their their couple friends um, who's played by Jesse Plemons, uh, has an affair with him. And uh, that, you know, that really heats up. His wife finds out, and uh, none of this is a spoiler. I, I don't know the story at all, That's and I'm have, I'm not I'm up to date, but not not all the season the episodes are out. Uh, falls in love with him. The wife finds out. She ends up being murdered with an axe. These uh, seem like spoilers. That that that's in the trailer. I'm sure it's in no, the trailer. It's well, a, yeah. Uh, that's are you guys still watching thing. trailers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she ends up murdered by an axe. So far, you know. All fingers are kind of pointing at Elizabeth Olsen's mm. character, Candy. You did uh, it. But that's all we know. That's what they tell you. How going many into episodes the show, in? Five. I think the fifth one drops this Thursday, maybe, or the sixth. Are you hooked, or are you kind of like, whatever? Um, It's another one of those I could fall asleep, but I don't know the story. Uh, yeah. I don't, I'm not familiar with it. There was a show on Hulu about the exact same thing played by uh, Candy, was played by Jessica Biel. Mm-hmm. So I think hmm. people are uh, might be bigger fans of that <clears throat> rendition of this. Especially like Seventh Heaven fans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so three. It's worth a watch. Seventh Heaven. <laughs> I would give it uh, a two point eight yeah. already. Yeah. All right. Well, you're under. Well, tell us at the end too. What and a yeah, one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. changes. Yeah. A mid season rating though. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. All well, right, fun. Scotty Scoop, big blockbuster. Tell oh, us about man. Counter Reeves in <laughs> John Wick Four. How is he doing? Uh, keep a spoiler. Uh, got to be spoiler free. The, the the body count is up. It's folks, up. way up. How long has it been? Another t- two hours since uh, three. Yeah, yeah, something like that, right? Uh, like it, it moves pretty quick. He, I mean, if you love John Wick, go see this movie. It's great. <laughs> uh, I would say probably one of the best action movies of the 21st century. Wow. They they pull no punches here, and it's. You sit down in the theater and it just blows your hair back. You wear an extra pair of socks because they're going <laughs> to knock them off. <laughs> oh, man. It, yeah. it was crazy. They got international superstar Donnie Yen to, to join this movie. And he really takes up half the movie. And it it is fantastic. What's your rating? Uh, 3.8. Woo! Ooh, Anybody this, else? This is great. Haven't seen a single one. All right, Danny. I haven't seen it yet. Same, same. I haven't either, but I love the first, I love the first three. I, I'm I'm Never waiting. Are I'm these gonna put gung, on 4K TV. They call these gung gung fu, gung fu, yeah, gung fu. Lots, lots I haven't of seen action. One. Three point eight. I mean, you're talking. Scoop. I think four hundred and fifty million. 
It's just doing great. Yeah, it's it's I, I just done listened, the best. You know what I just listened to four. was the Keanu Reeves episode of Smartless, the podcast, and uh, he mm. talked about oh filming it and got into his whole career. Uh, can't wait to see this movie. All right, highly rated. I knew it was coming. I'm up. HBO. I mean, HBO is slaying it right now on this podcast. We are watching The Leftovers. We just finished it actually. Three this is seasons, an old show. Right? 2000, oh, like yeah. 13, 14, okay. 15. If you're in, if you're familiar at all with the premise of like the Christian rapture. You know, people kind of disappearing and vanishing in a moment and questions. That's where they drop you in in season one. This is one of those. I mean, this is like one of those drama, mystery, psychological thrillers where you just like it's kind of like the Sopranos where you think you're watching this Italian, you know, mob family. And all of a sudden you're learning about the psyche of what it means to like be a person. And this is like struggling with that, but also thoughts of the afterlife and, uh, you know, the, the, all sorts of different sides of things and a whole, a lot of questions. Um, so much fun, highly rated, had a great time. I give this a 3.7 at least so much fun. Anybody else? Isn't the same. I creators as lost. Yeah. I was going to say that's this. Oh, is it? Watched it. That makes sense. So. Yeah. Oh, there were tons of things in here that I was like, I think Carrie pointed that out actually. And it clicked. I was like, yeah, there was a lot of things in here that I thought that's kind of like lost. That's kind of like lost. Who's you know, that so, actor? Dude, he's he's Justin Thoreau. Thank you, okay. Andy. That's another good smartless episode. If an anyone has it, man. Right oh, there. I will because he is the show. Okay, like this actor is like on the floor. Like, oh my god, amazing. All right, Ooh. Danny P got a game for Marvel. Yeah, <clears throat> I thought you know since I was doing a video game that aligns so nicely. So Marvel, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Um, premise of this, it's a Oh boy. Uh, turn-based card game um, where you have to think of like tactical role-playing game, but you use cards instead of moves, um, which actually keeps it very dynamic and a little more interesting than if they just all had move sets. The cool thing about this is, so that character in the very middle there is the hunter. That's you. You get to build, whether it's, you know, man, woman, whatever you want. It's create your own character. And then you're in the Marvel universe. It's 50% doing these battles and then 15, 50% back at the, like your base, which is uh, specific to like the midnight sun storyline. So as the hunter, you're in, re you're a reincarnated hero whose mother has returned from the dead. She was this evil entity. She's revived by um, Hydra and she is going to summon this super evil God. You collect a really cool group of Marvel superstars to go and fight her. Um, and when you're back at the, at your home base, uh, which is kind of like a church area, um, you're going around, you're doing relationship stuff with, with the characters you're talking with them. They kind of lead you to believe that basically every character falls in love with you, but there is no actual romance, um, element in the game, but it's, you know, really fun comic book renditions of, you see there like Iron Man, Wolverine, Blade, Ghost Rider, but then. You know, you got Spider-Man. Um, I downloaded the version that has all the DLC packs. I bought this thing on sale. So I also got Venom, Morbius, and Deadpool. And then the other reason I highlighted this is the Storm DLC, which is the last one. Uh, just came out this week. And with each of those extra characters, you get like three extra missions per. Um, took me a while to beat it. I did not get the Platinum. I know we've talked about this oh. in the past, mainly because... <laughs> You had to beat it twice. You had to go like all light decisions and then all dark decisions. And I'm like, or get a hundred points. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not replaying this thing. Cause I think it took me like 50 hours to beat or something. Um, but you got like magic from the X-Men in there. Um, you have a couple of ones that I'm not as familiar with, like Nico Robin, 
um, or Robin didn't really know her too well. Um, who else is in there? Dr. Strange, Captain Marvel, um, just a fun way to interact with all these Marvel characters that you like. And, you know, anytime I can kind of put myself in there, you know, I always make the build your own characters look like me. Um, so, you know, a much more handsome, handsome version of me typically. Um, but it, it's fun. I had a good time. I'd give it a 3.0. Um, Scott, did you play this one? Uh, I didn't. I was kind of waiting okay. to see if, you know, if, if anyone I knew played it. Uh, Grab it on sale. Yeah. I'd get it on sale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was oh, like free a couple it's weeks not, ago. Not, not very it's promising. Fun. Get it on not, sale. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, still playing Marvel Snap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. You still doing it? I, every day, oh, man. Boy. All right. Uh, what'd you rate it, yeah. Danny? You said 3.0. 3.0 out of 4. Yeah. It's All a good time. PS5? Yeah, PS Four, PS Five, Xbox, Xbox Two. I think it's like everything PC. Switch. I think it was an yeah, iOS yeah. game, even. It was like this. free I think a couple so. weeks ago, like for the weekend. You could play, just download it and play it for free. Uh, oh, cool! I played it for yeah. a couple hours, and I. It's I, not going to be for. It wasn't enough for me yeah. to, to buy it after yeah. that, but. Oh, you can only play it for free. You couldn't download it for free and have it. Okay. Yeah, you. It was only play it that weekend for free, basically. Mm. Wow, video games to get people going. But it's crazy. I was like, is it going that bad? Have to give it away, basically, but. Very good. I think you. I mean, thank God for you guys keeping us and our listeners up to speed on the the games out there, especially the superhero ones. Keep bringing them in. I love hearing about them, and I mean, getting to play with some of these characters. This black and gold Iron Man suit has already got me. Look at those claws. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you gotta you gotta (laughs) unlock those. Those are the that's when it's that's when it's team up time. Everybody puts on the same suit. Well, speaking so you gotta get there. Speaking of team up time, one minute. Get your rating ready. (laughs) Season two, sweet tooth. Spoiler alert. I mean, we're not gonna get all the way into it. Don't spoil my... me. I've only seen one episode. No spoilers. You've only <laughs> yeah. seen one. I've only, I, man. I've. Been I just assumed so you'd seen it. Busy. It it dropped what last week. Oh, okay. I guess I've just. I guess yeah. we jumped right on it. Okay. Yeah. I'll just rate it then for you. But uh, season two is like just as good as season one. Oh, great. Uh, yes. you know, I'll give it a high score, three point five. Yeah. Uh, anybody else nice. seen it yet? No. All right. Yeah. Sweet Tooth, season two, Netflix roundtable. It's up, Scotty. You're up. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, man. How was your night? Uh, it was how a was, good, it was, was a good crew? time, yeah. Uh, a couple couple of people from my D and D team went. It was it, it was a seriously fun movie. Your campaign, uh, yeah, the the campaign, right? The whole uh, most of the crew, okay, uh, and the kids. And how was the experience? It was a great experience. This movie was a lot funnier than I really thought it was going to be. Um, they didn't take themselves too seriously at all. The effects were great. The cast was great. I had a really, really fun time watching this movie. Did it feel like they were playing characters played by people playing their characters? It, it really did. Like I really expected at the end of the movie for them to kind of zoom out and this just be a bunch of people sitting at a table. They missed it. That's they, what they, they should have done. They did miss it. Anybody else seen it? Yeah. Nope. Danny? It was awesome. You're up. I mean, I, I brought some of my friends who don't play Dungeons & Dragons but saw the cast and were like, oh, this looks good and they all said like that was great. There was a couple pacing issues, I think, in the beginning, um, but I had a blast. Like you know, I grew up playing Dungeons and Dragons, and I thought same as you, Scott. Like the humor just hit for me. Um, you know, I I also really enjoyed this and would recommend it to people, even if you don't care about Dungeons and Dragons. It's just a fun, funny fantasy movie. You can you can rent it now. Yeah, it's out. You you can yeah. rent it on Amazon. Uh, and I think probably if you give it another week or two, it's probably going to be on Paramount Plus. Yeah, say so like the waiting game, just getting it cheap, yeah. free if you can. Yep. Can I get it for two ninety nine? No, not yet. Redbox right now it's like rent it for nineteen ninety nine. 
All right. Thanks for sharing it. Well, I know that's been a while coming on that one. Uh, 3.5. What do you oh, give yeah. it? And Danny? He said 3.5. Yeah. I was yeah, actually going to say the same thing. Yeah. yeah you too. It's great. Yeah. Twinsies. You can call after this and talk about it together. <laughs> Scott and I don't usually have the same rating. So that's how you know you should watch it. We're both high on it. Has everybody seen The Mandalorian season three? Yes. Not yep. yet. Not yep. yet. God damn yep, it, yep, Sam. Yep. And obviously Danny has, we have, we'll keep it spoiler free. We'll just do ratings and overall high level thoughts without specifics. We'll save Danny for last, our Star Wars resident. I'll go first. Uh, I think that, you know, a lot of thoughts out there about this show, but for me watching it, um, it was interesting again to see a Star Wars show divert from the main characters quite often. And it's becoming to me like a trend of like, you know, Star Wars is just saying to me that a Star Wars story is a Star Wars story and we're trying to cover a lot of bases and this happens during an interesting time and I personally enjoyed how it goes and the pacing and like I mean the way that I see it is I wish there were just twice as many episodes because then it could just be more of that you know and I think that some people feel short-handed because it's just not that many episodes and you want the growth to go fast but I mean we all know these are writers in a room and people on a screen and you can always only take it too far and a lot of times with Marvel, I get in this game of getting ahead of myself and I let myself down because I want things to be further along storytelling wise. This is probably one of those where I know I, I heard people say that I didn't feel that way. I'm fine with it. But at the same time, I didn't have the feelings from like season two and probably not season one. It was more just like I enjoy the show. It's a middle ground. So I'll give it a solid three point zero. Scotty Scoop. Uh. I have the same feelings where uh, I actually don't mind that uh, kind of backdoor pilot feel when they shift away from the main character. And it's I just really see it as more world building and I really enjoy it. I think this season was great. I definitely don't feel like it was as good as season two, but I, I do feel like there was some season two esque moments in this season that were way high on my feeling register. It's just great. I, I can't wait for another season. Do more. Rating. 3.3. 3. Mm-hmm. The one you're waiting for. Danny P. Yeah, I mean, this was the Bo-Katan season, for sure. She was the main character, really. Yep. Um, And I, this actress is in Battlestar Galactica. Loved her in that. And I think she does a great job as Bo-Katan. Um, who's a character from the Clone Wars show. Um, The Mandalorian story to me has always been really cool. And we get like, that is when I say the Mandalorian, I mean, all the Mandalorians and like their history is, is very interesting and how it plays out in Clone Wars. What I know from expanded universe Um, Grogu bringing in some good laughs when he gets his little robot suit (laughs) that worked for me. I actually found it really funny. Watch the spoilers. Um, Yeah. Sorry. But um, that's not too giveaway. No, 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 I but I think there was a couple episodes that when they ended, I was like, what really happened? Like, yeah, like especially the Jack Black and Lizzo episode where it's like, watch the spoiler. We got to go meet these. <laughs> no, Jesus, Dan. Wow. No, that's a spoiler. I'm going to clear the air right now. That's spoiler. Sorry. So, yeah, let's keep it going. Cut okay. It. Put it, cut it. Watch Bye. your excitement, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I was not excited with that episode because it was he wasn't we need to get from point <laughs> A to point B but we're going to stop in the middle for 45 minutes or 30 minutes and do of, a nonsensical task a fetch quest so okay, okay so there are high and low points um overall though I give the this season probably 3.4 I really did enjoy it solid yeah and you guys are still up all right you haven't seen it yet 
No, I have. No. I have. Oh, go ahead, Andy. Yeah. I, oh, I skipped. Oh, God damn it. I got to do everything. Oh, you haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Thank God. I was going to be nice and let the guests go first. But uh, <laughs> fuck you, Sam. Uh, anyways, uh, what would you think? You get one F word. I I love it. <laughs> the one the, the one you weren't waiting for. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, this season was like very up and down for me. Overall, I think I would go around around three point three out of four. Um, but yeah, I did love like a lot a lot of the Bo-Katan, and I mean, honestly, seeing Grogu keep growing up before our eyes is is my favorite of the whole show, no matter what. Foundling, exactly. A little foundling. He's he's the highlight of the show for me every single time but um, i mean it's the, just more mandalorians is 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 probably the, the the theme of this season which i really like well yeah. i guess we should say right the news is that dave filoni is gonna do a movie yeah yeah all right yeah that's for, that's for I, t- I, I tell you I what i, I, I don't know yeah. i don't know i mean that's about, what i've heard that's yeah. rumor is I that gonna say, be but... like the closing of uh pro- i mean well, i don't know i hope not probably the closing of mandalorian but I, I think there is a character that will probably move on in the universe. He'll just mm-hmm. keep growing. Yeah. And gooing. But I don't know about <laughs> you guys, but Mandalorians jumping out of a spaceship and landing on a planet gives me the hugest geek boner oh, I've yeah. probably I ever it. had. It's funny because I, I watch never... it over yeah. and over and over again uh, of see... them just dropping out of a plane with their arms up. And the jetpacks going off and just like lowering onto a planet. And I'm like, oh my God, I could watch this for an hour. And that's why they put it in the trailer. And then people like me get to that part in the show and I'm like, oh, this is from the trailer. Yeah. And I'm distracted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roundtable Mandalorian. There you go. Season three, more to come. Cannot wait. And Scotty Scoop, tell us about a concert you oh, saw at the factory boy. in St. Charles, Missouri. Tenacious D at the factory wow. on Monday. Man, it's the first time I've been to the venue. Great venue. Great show. Uh, I'll talk about the opener first. It was this guy called his name. The name of his band was called Steel Beans. And you definitely need to look this guy up. He's singing. He's playing the guitar and he's drumming Mm. at the same time. One man band all by himself. He's got a drumstick in his hand while he's strumming. What? He's playing the guitar and he's moving back and (laughs) forth. And he's drumming as he's strumming. And he's good. He played for 45 minutes. Crazy. Entertained. Crazy entertainment. And how was the And then TV? we got we got uh, uh, Jack Black, Kyle Gass, Tenacious D. They did all the hits. They played for about an hour and a half. The typical goofy Tenacious D you probably all know and love. Pick of Destiny. They, man, they played them all. Is anybody else fans of Tenacious I, 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 oh. I was. I got. I like, was. Yeah. I got. Yeah. I got into yeah. it, and then I fell yeah. off of it. And I mean, it's the greatest two, song in the world. I would yeah. go see it. Two thousand one, I think, was when they dropped their their album. They had a show on HBO uh, before that. If you've never seen it, look it up. Hilarious. I mean, pretty crazy seeing like Jack Black on Jack stage Black. at the factory. I, yeah. I was with my uh, my best friend Ben, and. They came out on stage, and Ben was just like, "I think this is the first time I've ever seen a, a like a, a real celebrity. celebrity, yeah, like, like Jack in Black. person, like hey, School Rock. You know, he was maybe fifty feet from us. We were down in the pit, you know, just hanging out. You His know? beard looks insane. Wow. He's got the beard. He had the Pick He's... a Destiny shirt. He was playing the saxaboom. I don't know if you've ever seen him play the saxaboom. The saxaboom. I don't even know what that yeah. is. It's just it's like a child's toy." That plays Is that like what he's holding in that picture. Yeah, yeah, he's play, it plays just like certain melodies. It's got like six keys on it. 
Uh, Worth the money? You went with Shanna. Did Shanna go? No. no just, just your, you just and your buddy. Me, just me and Ben. All uh, right. 60 bucks, man. Standing on the floor. Seen and, an, and good. Seen an A-list. A-list rocking out. To, yeah, to <laughs> see, see an A-lister. A-lister. <laughs> A-lister. From right, he, yeah, he would probably get mad if you called him an A-lister. <laughs> All right, great, great that, show, 4.0. Oh, man. Oh, go go cool. see Tenacious D if they come back through. They're still doing their tour? They're still doing it, There's a guy man. right now, Jack yeah. Black. Dude, did he sing Peaches? He did not sing Peaches. Oh. Mm. He's funny on social media. Makes sense. Oh, I, I oh he's it. got his own YouTube uh, Jablinski games <laughs> where he plays <laughs> yeah. video games. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's great. Jack great Black dude. just having a great, he's having a great life. He, yeah, he's living <laughs> it, man. All right, guys, that's what you're watching. Uh, big first half of the episode. I mean, it'll probably work out half and half. When we come back from the break, because I absolutely need one, we will be back in here and jump into the Marvel Cinematic Universe for like the 33rd movie, 50-plus title, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. James Gunn does it again to sign off in certain ways to keep the story going in other ways. Stick around to find out, and we'll be right back. The meat. Welcome back from the break. This is mostly superheroes, and it is time for the meat. That's right, the chunk, the sizzle. It's why you came, it's why you're here, and it's why we're all here as well in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So pumped to nerd out with Danny P, Sam the Sleeper, Scotty Scoop, and the Giggler. Man, just a bunch of nicknames that have just, I mean, you guys sound like a different set of the Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. Oh, yeah. We're the next team. <laughs> You're the next, yeah, the, the, the Warriors of the Basement. I don't know. Volume something. four. <laughs> James Gunn, St. Louis legend, you know, on this podcast, getting talked about all the time with all of his work within DC, obviously, recently, and of course, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, the big experiment over the years, plugging this ragtag group of comic book characters that were, you know, essentially in the basement and attics of comic book collectors around the world. Scotty, before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 came out in 2014, I would say, were you, like, you knew about the Guardians? Did yeah. you have comic books? Like, yeah. what was it in the in the world, of, you know, before the fame? I, I this was just one of those books that you would think this will never ever come to a screen anywhere. Yeah, you as know, you're reading you, it, you got this tree, not, you got yeah, this raccoon. There's they're no not, way they're not uh, Captain America or Iron Man or Thor. They're they're not part of the big team. Uh, they're definitely an ensemble. And you were like, this this is not this is so out there. You would never see something like this. And then it happened. James Gunn did it. Well, James Gunn did it. Kevin Feige did it and uh, brought these characters out inside of the Infinity Saga, the multi, you know, the multi-film phase ones, two, and three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And they got plugged right in in that 2014 film. little backstory before we get into this film. Um, you know, they, they, they did a good job of, you know, James Gunn just doing his thing. Strong characters, strong stories, great music. And then they, you know... Danny knows this. They bring in the MacGuffin and they put the Power Stone. One of the six Infinity Stones is the main plot point of the first movie, giving it major ties to the overall universe. So, you know, you're pleasing a lot of fans in that moment. But for me, that universal tie, it was awesome. Just to see like, man, we've had these little teases of these, you know, Thanos and 
oh my god, Thanos is in the first Guardians movie. You talk about just like not only making these guys a fun film, you know, kind of a side story, but not really a major element of what was going on in the Avengers stuff. And then you have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. The gang comes back. They're together. We got Peter Quill. We got uh, Gamora. Uh, we got Groot. We got uh, Drax. And then in the second one, we meet Mantis, uh, and we learn about Peter's dad, Ego, and the planet. Now, oh, man, what a great character to bring to life and put on screen. A living, breathing planet played by Kurt Russell, being America's dad, doing his thing. And that was, what, 2017 for Volume 2? A lot happens in between that. Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, my God. Spoiler alert for the MCU, as always. Infinity Stones, Thanos gets them. Uh, Mantis, the new character, helps put him to sleep. That's her thing. Let's, you know, sleeper. He knows, and he's <laughs> it's working. And man, we're gonna get this thing. Spider Man and Iron Man are like, we almost got this thing off. Come on! Oh no, you killed Gamora, the Soul Stone. No, I'm gonna ruin the whole thing. Peter Quill is infinitely hated in Infinity War, but he makes a comeback in Endgame when the reverse snap happens. But too late, Gamora is too, totally dead, but Thanos from the past travels to the future and brings with him a 2014 version of Gamora, so she's back, essentially, but it's the old version. We got a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that uh, was really fun this last Christmas that kind of brought you up to speed with the Guardians since even Thor Love and Thunder, a post-endgame movie where you got to see the Guardians for a brief moment that teamed up with Thor. Uh, what did we learn in the the holiday special? Oh, we bought Nowhere. Remember the yeah, head of the Celestial Bean where we yeah. met the Collector and the Power Stone? And that was in your bag the whole time. Like, man, all of it. So much fun. Here we are, 2023. An end of sorts, but a beginning of others because this is the MCU, but you could feel the swan song in this film. These characters are back. The payoffs are here. James Gunn does it again, written and directed by him and produced by Kevin Feige himself. We're going to talk about it. We're going to break it open. Spoiler alert right now for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. <laughs> Hold on. There yeah. we go. How about that? Let's do a round table and do theater experience. Where'd you see it? Who'd you see it? How many times you seen it? Giggler, start with you. I've seen this twice. Th uh, opening day, Thursday with Steph. Back row at Ronnie's. Back row crew always. Yep. Uh, then I saw it with the sleeper here last night at Alamo Draft House, as yep. well as uh, uh, Zach, who gave us that nice nice question earlier about James Hunt. Uh, <laughs> Very nice. Uh, with his girlfriend Kate or fiance Kate as well. Uh, Alamo killed it. I will never go back to Ronnie's again after this. I'm so impressed by oh, Alamo. Draft write the House. statement. Like the the Man, shots. The only fired. thing that Ronnie's has on them is they have an arcade, and I don't need that anymore. I'm 35. So <laughs> well, um, say, does I think Alamo, Alamo have, they got they have like one video game. They need to beef up the video game yeah, department. They Do they have they the could. IMAX there at Alamo? No, I don't think they have an that, IMAX. That, that okay. might be it too. All they have right. one big, like it's called like the big house or whatever. That's like their big theater, but the rest are kind of smaller. Yeah, still learning the landscape, but man, yeah, man, you're right. Just, Game changing theater experience. Can't wait to be there uh, in June 24th this year at the Screen Social. Scotty, exactly. how was your experience seeing the movie? Uh, it was good. Packed theater uh, Sunday afternoon, which was strange, you know, but the theater was still full. Uh, saw it at Marcus in the Valley, Chesterfield Valley, back row as always. Um. Yeah, it was great. Sammy, how was oh. your experience with Giggler? You know, a little 
little back row shenanigans with uh, the giggler Zio <laughs> and his lovely fiance Kate. So it was great. Spoiler alert: no sleep in here. No sleep. Oh, All shenanigans. Ooh. You made it, Danny wow. P. How about you? Where, where'd you see it? Uh, I went to Studio Movie Grill on Sunday. Uh, big step in our relationship with the girlfriend. This is the first Marvel movie we saw together. Um, she was excited to see this one. Um, <laughs> she hadn't seen the uh, uh, Endgame and Infinity Wars. Mm. So I kind of had to spoil some things for her. Really like, I'm going to catch you up I'm real like, quick. Yeah, I'm like, hey, there's just like a couple things you need to know. and uh, But, you know, she loved it. Had a great time, um, and you know we did lunch. It was like Sunday in the middle of the day, so we grabbed some food while we were there, and it was good. That's They've a- upgraded their seats there in Richardson, Texas. We're out in her neighborhood, and I uh, gotta say, it was a very good movie experience. Nice. You're gonna have to take some pictures of that theater, send them into us because yeah. I'm always like, yeah. I'm, I'm all about this theater experience nowadays. Obviously, we're trying to make it happen more, like working with folks like Alamo. I mean, you we basically got a remote, mostly superheroes office in Texas now, so you need to you keep do. us posted. Yep. I'm writing the room off as a tax deductible this year. So that's right. Yeah. That work. Yeah, it does work. It, yes, it does. It does. I, I, if you, we'll get you the paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. So let's get the big stuff out of the way. You nerds, what you want to know. Of course, what do other people think about it? You vague son of a bitch. Listen, guys, tomato meter is off the charts. 82% audience score. 95% from Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes looking pretty good. Can't wait to get our ratings on the, on the board as well. Um, looks like the uh, budget actually for the film. I have that in here. I thought I did, but it looks like I I have it hidden. I think it was two hundred and fifty million dollars. Maybe somebody can spot check me on that one. In terms of global box office, they're doing just fine at three hundred and forty four million dollars. This was uh, about seven hours ago. One hundred thirty eight million in North America. I mean, it, today is only May eleventh, tenth actually, twenty twenty three. This came out on Cinco de Mayo. May 5th and uh yeah I mean just killing it you know they're out there doing the premieres um Marvel fans are showing back up for this third installment of Guardians and now it's all about the story we talked about this a lot in the Patreon exclusive we're gonna do the fastest recap ever we're always pushing this thing to try to be quicker and I'm gonna do it myself but if I miss something that's huge that you you or if I don't know any names let's do it Do you want to hear a story? Yes, please. I don't know. Still working <laughs> on the soundbite. <laughs> the budget was a quarter million, FYI. The budget was, oh, a quarter million? Yeah, yeah two quarter million. Yeah. Yeah. That's not very much at all. Quarter billion. Sorry. We could almost make quarter that billion. Million. That's nothing. <laughs> quarter billion. I thought you were talking about on my soundbite. I was like, we're going to raise that. You're going to raise that in June. Uh, all right, guys. Well, this movie didn't play around. We gave that spoiler alert. The cold open once again, play, even though they did it a little bit differently, villains first, still. Not quite villains totally first, but still a flashback. This is going to set the tone for the movie right away. This is Rocket's origin story, right? Oh, my gosh. Most of the movie, yeah. Most of the movie. This is a Rocket story with ties to other Guardian folks. Flashback to him as a young raccoon um, and finding out how essentially he got his ability to talk. Like, What's the story about his, his intelligence? And we meet very quickly. Like I said, villains first. Who's the big villain in this movie? What's his name? High Evolutionary. The High Evolutionary. A stretchy-faced, 
MFR, that <laughs> the same actor that was in Peacemaker as one yeah. of the agents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's hard to say. Hard to say. And uh, we're going to do recap first, and we'll we'll talk about the rest of the movie after. Moving right uh, into, okay, a, a high evolutionary. What's his goal? Making things in his vision. Perfect. Perfect, Perfect. in evolution. Perfect to him. We are only a certain length along evolution. I want to push it and make it go further. How does he do this? He brings animals and beings from around the galaxy, and he kind of plays like, you know. He's playing God. Playing God, essentially. Putting things together that maybe weren't together, pushing the evolution of one thing. And part of this is the development of Rocket, a small little baby raccoon with many other baby raccoons, um, you know, born essentially in prison, right? Captivity, yeah, in captivity, you know, had a whole mm-hmm. cage full of tiny raccoons. When you see the high so e- evolutionary, what do you see? What are you guys thinking? I mean, you had probably more background than the rest of us. I don't know if anybody else was familiar with this character, but here we go. We're seeing him on screen. We're gonna make this this baby raccoon. We already know, you know, from the first couple movies, uh, seeing his back, he's got some bad surgery, cybernetic parts. Yep. You know, it's basically like a cyborg raccoon. And they kind of cut to the chase right away to where, like, you know, they don't beat around the bush. He's in the surgery chair. He's a young little raccoon. They're messing with his brain. They're putting stuff on him. And this is going to make you be more evolved. And and it works, essentially. Yeah. Flash forward to uh, the Guardians. Where are they? They are on nowhere. They bought it. They're holding it. Um, they're a team. We got everybody there. The essential crew, Peter, uh, who's having trouble missing Gamora, the Gamora that he lost. He's drinking a lot. Nebula, Gamora's sister, is part of the the system as well. Drax is there, Groot, grown full scale, looking like a football player, broad shoulder. I think Vin Diesel had some uh, <laughs> some notes. They may on. have actually put him in a suit. Yeah, I think they may have, <laughs> and it was huge. probably his idea. Yeah. Um, we got Sean Gunn, James Guther coming bra- back as Craglin. You know, yep. kind of the the protege and and right hand man of Yondu. You know, Michael Rooker, who who we lost in Volume Two. We've already given that spoiler alert. Mantis is back. We also got. Cosmo. Cosmo, uh, played by the girl from Borat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, I forget her name, but it's a it's it's a tough name. Uh, but she's in Borat. She was like the right hand of Borat in the movie. If you guys haven't seen the new Borat, hilarious. Um, and then of course Zoe Zaldana making a comeback as Gamora. You know, a complicated character that died in Infinity War, came back from the past, essentially before she ever met the Guardians, and she's off doing something else. Um, and they're all just kind of getting by. Keeping, they're setting up shop. They're setting up shop. They've been there. It's home. We're the guardians of the galaxy. We're open for business. We're open for business. They got like goods. They've got like new suits. They've got a system in place, and nowhere is their home base. Very cool. Uh, we're gonna be. You know, it's peaceful times. You know, rockets singing. I loved it. The opening yeah. song, "Creep." I think you know, Radiohead. Yeah. I'm gonna. I, I I swear, I had a vision of it on the drive there. I was like. I think Creep's going to be in this movie, and it was the first, <laughs> first one. And it was not only that, but it was a, it was a cover. Because I thought, I was like, you know, if they do just Creep, that'd be okay. They did this really sick cover in the beginning, and Rocket's singing it. He's getting a little older. He's got this slowness to him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man. His it's, vibe. It's, oh, his yeah, vibe like is like. Danny Glover, like, I'm getting too old for this kind of thing. Oh, man. just And just <laughs> helping know, keep things running. Everybody, everybody's busy except for one guy. Exactly right, and he's and he's just kind of helping behind the scenes. It's peaceful. He's going to bed, and it's like, oh, okay. Boom! Here comes new character, a tease from the volume two movie in credit scene. Remember the Sovereign, the gold guys. Rocket stole some batteries. They help fight him in the beginning. Mister Blue Sky, all of it. Uh, tease of Adam Warlock. Warlock. 
Nice t-shirt. Yeah, here we I'll, go. I'll give it up. I mean, character debut. Yeah. I don't know. Will Poulter. Will Poulter. Will Poulter. He's in all sorts of stuff. We are the Millers. Yeah. <laughs> he's the eyebrow actor. Everybody yeah. knows him. <laughs> I mean, he's got a the, the bad he kid was the from Joker. Toy Story. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> For real? Or does he just look no, like they him? No, he just looks like him. Um, and here he comes in hot. Adam Warlock, gold face, MFR flying in, takes Rocket, messes him up, takes him through like several walls. Again, Peter's got like a drinking problem. He's yeah, like kind of out of it. Uh, Nebula is the badass. That's, yeah. you know, we already know how upgraded she's been over time. Thanos replacing parts with her. We also know that, I mean, I'm going to say something right off the bat here. It seems like there's a lot of tech in this movie from years of the Guardians going. And I mean, it seems like there might be some Stark tech in there almost. I mean, we know Nebula hung out with Stark, but this thing, Adam Warlock attacks uh, Ego, she has like the most badass, almost like Spider-Man, Iron Man yeah. combo suit where she can fly. She has blasters. I mean, she doesn't she mess got a, around. The blaster arm now, which I don't remember if she had that before. No, maybe. it's a totally upgraded arm. Yeah. That is like almost like um like Predator or yeah. something. You know, it has like little like tangles to it. But um, here's Adam Warlock. This is the revenge story of the Sovereign coming back to get the Guardians. Finally, they mess up Rocket. This is the mission. Save rocket we try to save him put him down the ground his chest is bleeding this is i mean yeah you gotta get the med pack oh get the med pack i'm looking at carrie i'm like what did i bring her to yeah like, this is an i'm an emotional wreck like mm -hmm. this is gonna be hard like is he is this it right like, away really yeah doing right out this? Of the, like right at the it's beginning right out of the, of the gate it sounds like we've talked about 30 minutes of film we've covered like four four yeah. minutes yeah i know like moving real quick like he's bleeding they put the med pack on doesn't work why he is a custom modified individual and no surgery or tampering of any t any kind will be allowed yeah he's basically got like a dnr thing yeah. on his heart to where you, you kill just, switch yeah he's a kill switch you can't bring him back to life or do anything to alter the way he is yep. or he's just gonna die they find out that, like, okay, let's look up at his code base. Nebula is basically, like, you know, DC cyborg, essentially. She can plug in and kind of give you a diagnostic, you know, like when you take your car to the automotive shop. Yeah, yeah. And she'll <laughs> tell you, Rocket's code is this. He was made by this certain individual, this entity. That's the mission. Let's get there. Let's meet this person and find out what's going we on. Gotta, yeah, we got to get to this company. And I think they find out pretty quickly. I mean, I forget how long it takes them to get the footage of rocket uh you know there's a lot that happens in between where they leave nowhere and i forget where they go first you know they have a stop before they get to the high evolutionary because they got to work with people to yeah yeah they got the they th there's a, a like a, a mission yeah. to infiltrate this place and to do that they need some stuff yeah, what was that place? And it got was the, a, it was I can't the, remember, but was, they had to meet with someone first. The biologically growing planet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But in order to get into that planet, they had to meet some Ravagers. And the Ravagers come back. Yeah. They cut them off before they even get there. This is where they're going to get their answers. Sylvester Stallone comes back. We got the Ravagers crew. Um, the floating head thing that I think in the end credit scene was Miley Cyrus, and in this one, it's they've, they've, they've cast somebody, somebody else. Somebody else, yeah. Yeah, it was the same person that voiced... Uh... I'll think of it. It's someone else prominent in MCU, but yeah, you're right. You're totally right. I remember seeing like, oh, I that's a character a, a breakdown today, but I, I can't remember who it was. And, and this is where we get the uh, colored spacesuits for the Guardians. You guys got to wear these suits to get down into the place. I didn't get that G part. But... Gamora is in the Ravagers. We learn. Oh, immediately. Yeah. Like, yeah. who are we? Who are she's, we meeting? Who do we have to talk is, to? Oh, yeah, Gamora. She's Nebula's contact. Yes, which to, they knew to get all the along. Inf information. Nebula worked. We got to get into Orgo Score. 
Orgocorp? Orgocorp. Wow. I think you're right. Oh. Nice. Somebody and that's their first sleeping. stop is that, yeah, you had to get into Orgocorp. That was the end all be all. They said, let's get into Orgocorp. Yeah, they're going to have the, get the kill the code switch code. That was deleted. Yes. And that's what we need. Because the movie could have been over be. right then. Get the, yeah. kill, get the kill code from Orgocorp. Put your suits on. Get out. Yeah, and this is great. You get out. the you get uh what Nathan 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 Fillion. Fillion. Mm. He's one of the guards, and he's, they got yeah. the fuffy suits. He's I, in I, every I, James Gunn movie. I laughed out loud when they showed we have an elite force of bio whatever <laughs> soldiers. Yeah, and they, they just had that one like floating in space, and yeah. he's like, <laughs> I was I was like laughing. A fleshy out loud. space suit. Um, you know, Nebula's cutting into the flesh of this planet. They make it in. They. Drax gets a little stuck. I mean, you get this, like yeah, a Winnie the yeah. Pooh kind of situation. Oh, Drax gets stuck. They pull him through. The crew gets separated. Drax gets shot. Like, you I mean you think Drax is going down oh, for yeah. a minute? Yeah. Um, he's with Zoe Galdon. He's with Gamora. Um, and meanwhile, uh, you know, it's funny when Mantis puts their suits into the trash thing and yeah. sends them into space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just floating by in the in the window while they're talking yeah. to Nathan Fillion. He was great. Oh, he sure. was so fun. He's yeah, like, that. he's like, he's one of the nephew's kids. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got. One. Oh, yeah. We they're making fun of Drax. Like, yeah, I got one <laughs> of those. We got guys an idiot too. on our he's team. Like an idiot. He goes, I tell this guy. He's like, and I think, like, oh, he can do it. And then, I want to kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, they get split up, and but they eventually do find the file, right? And like, this is where they get like, I believe, like the footage of what happened, and they like all watch it together. Where it's like, we finally get the. I mean, they watch it. Together, Nebula, Peter, the crew, and Nebula's like, they were horrified, horrified, yeah. and she said, "This is worse than what Thanos did to me." Yeah, Peter yeah. used his art of seduction. And yeah, he's flirting with. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and, and the that was the rat catcher too. Or... It was the, the rat catcher yeah, from Suicide Squad. Right. That is a great. I didn't realize well, that until the... the second time around. And she, the it... whole time we got James Gunn's wife uh, watching exactly, them, yeah, seeing what's going on. Oh. You know, a, a lot of recurring actors from all the other James Gunn movies. Hell yeah. He's that's how it people, is for sure. Yeah. That's how yeah. you're supposed to do it. That's what you look forward yeah. to in these films, you know? And he, he knows that. And I mean, I, there was a part of me that was like, all right, you got your wife in here. I was like, man, if I was work, if this is my job, uh, my wife would be in everything. If she wanted to be like, honestly. And, but there was a part where, uh, she's, you know, they bust into the room and she's like, Hey, stop it right there. And she just gets shot. shot right and right and then and she just screams. Yeah. Gamora shoots her. In the leg. Great, great comedic relief. I thought it like totally broke the tension in that moment. That was great. There was a lot of interaction with uh, uh, Peter and Gamora and Nebula. Oh you know, man, yeah, him together. trying to convince her like I lost you, right? You know you and she, what is Gamora's deal? I was the two. I was. I don't even I, know your I, name. I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know you. Yeah, I never got to know you. We I didn't live that life. Didn't go through all the things you went through. And she teams up with the Ravagers. She's like a full on. Yeah, oh, bad she's guy. like a, ca a captain of a Ravager. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they leave the bio place. They get back to their ship. They're checking on rocket. The, the code, they find the code out they're looking the code for isn't, isn't there. It's been downloaded by a guy that we've seen with the high evolutionary in uh, his little brain computer. Right. It was on the side yeah. of him. The, yeah. the one guy that was there in the flashbacks, mm -hmm. like, you know, I forget. The, I, I, it's just like an assistant doctor. Yeah. But they're like, if we get yeah. our hands on that. Recorder Thiel. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There's, There's the a, recorders. That one is Thiel. The recorders. All right. Yeah. Help me out. What happens next? Got them for some flashbacks, probably. Yeah, help yeah, us out. Yeah. Tell us, some, let's talk flashbacks. Where it goes back to high evolutionary, just kind of doing further experiments. I think it's where you kind of see 
um, Rocket just kind of grow up a bit. Like mm-hmm. he's character he's building. In the, he's in he's in the cage with his with his buddies. The uh, oh here we with, go. I mean, they didn't Lyla. have names yet, but not yet. The like a sea otter. Oh like, man, the, that se- that scene was so great. He like they put him back funny. in the cage. And it's like a mysterious figure coming up, and it's a little rocket. It, and you're like, who is this? What is this? And it's an otter. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, Mechanical it, it reminds you a lot of yes. that Toy Story scene where yeah. they're in. Yes. Uh, yeah. With the, Sid's room. Sid's room. You brought him up earlier. It's like Sid's. They come out Dude. of the dark, and, and you think they're your enemies. You're like, this is not. we're not in a good place. And they end up being friendly. Yeah. It was the literally. Bu- the bunny with eight. Like these legs, spider legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was derived from and, that. It and, had to be. And the first words out of Rocket's mouth, hurt, hurt. Oh, man, Ugh, that killed. So me. much of this movie is just it heart wrenching. It slayed me every single time. Every single flashback, I was just like, <sighs> "But my, he, dog, my dog has like the same exact like face as as a baby Rocket," and I was just like, uh, "This is the beaver me. made me think of my dog." Yeah, yeah. See, <sighs> man, you got a it. beaver. I love beavers. <laughs> I love Who doesn't? Who Damn. Doesn't? Um, <laughs> all right, so he has some friends immediately. Yeah, mm-hmm. these guys. I mean, and then they it's a group of four. A group of four. You know, they're they're in their cages. Uh, there's there's different parts of the flashback, right? And we get like the the bad moments of coming back, and like, oh man, what happened to you? And then some good moments of playing tag and and goofing off and having dreams about seeing the sky mm-hmm. and getting mm-hmm. out and. Being part of this new civilization. Oh yeah. yeah, what's the high evolutionary's plan to take us to the per- the promised land, essentially yeah. the perfect world? Um, and they all want to fly off, you know, one day per rocket. And this is where they get to name themselves, and this is where we get Rocket, Lila, Teefs, Lila, and Floor, 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 Floor. Yeah, I'm Teefs. Teefs, dude. The animals are on point in this in this movie. Oh man, and so, I and I was looking like, over to Carrie the whole time, going, "This isn't going to end well." No, absolutely yeah, not. Danny, what are you thinking at this point? You know who voices Lila? Tell me, Linda Cardellini, also Hawkeye's wife. Oh yeah. yeah nice. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, Carrie. Ha- that was the first. Carrie there. always has to do that. She, she if she doesn't know it, she'll that's like an animated movie. Got to look up the list of who the voices yeah. are. Cross off something in my notes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think. I think in those scenes as we're all talking about him and smiling and laughing, like we fell for exactly what James Gunn wanted us to fall for. We cared about these fake and like digitally animated, frankly, semi hideous little creatures that he made lovable. And in just these short snippets of interaction, you're like, you're empathetic towards them. You're feeling for them. And you're like, Oh, they're more than the mechanical parts that they have on them. And, you know, you can tell Rocket's on a different level and Lila's on a little bit of different level intellectually. And and so, you know, you kind of see like a little bit of like a budding romance slash friendship there. Like you can tell because of that intellectual level that there's more connection. And I also found it interesting how how they were separated, right? So Rocket wasn't with Lila, you know, he was with Floor and Lila was with Teefs. And so it was like they were together, but there was still something between them, but they had that shared dream. And you're like, you just root for you want that to play out in all four of them to be truly together. And so I thought he did an amazing job making us care about them. Yeah. It's like you, you think about people that made similar movies like in the eighties and everybody's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> this would have been horrifying in the eighties. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and I thought this, Dan, I was thinking the same thing. You show rocket and the back and forth. I'm like, this is a f- fake CGI 
animal voiced by Bradley Cooper. <laughs> and yeah. to me, though, I'm like, this is rocking. You know, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Um, doesn't end well. I mean, let's. I mean, we could wrap up the flashback part, wrap up the story. I mean, I mean, we get we get rocket. Uh, uh, High evolutionary brings rocket out, shows him like, hey, yeah. this is what I'm doing. Puts that turtle in that evolution machine. Yes. And you're like, oh crap, he just made a turtle person, and then it goes <laughs> crazy, and they they obliterate it. And he's like, I don't know what's wrong with this thing. And Rocket tells him right away what's wrong with it. Yeah, you just got a filter. Yeah problem like oh just messing up the filter right there and i think that's where it all kind of went wrong just a little genius yeah. too yeah. rocket just it's the full a on. little too smart yeah. he's maybe not yep. happy with that you know and then you see him he's starting to steal things that yeah are just laying around taking picks stuff. some stuff up off a table and kind of tucks it in and you know hides it in his little cage yeah, and we have like more one-on-one time with him and the high evolutionary, like you He's, know, like in, in and outside yeah. of that moment, mm-hmm. like talking with them, explaining the plan. Parts of it you don't, you can't quite tell. You kind of know what's going to happen, but you can't tell if there's. He's starting to appreciate starting to feel for this little raccoon yeah you know he's not because you know there, the there are points of the movie. where he's like treating him like a son yeah almost. like um, almost like a thanos kind of vibe yeah with gamora same thing yeah same take you under our, my wing and you know you kind of know at the end what clearly you know that's not going to end up that way but yeah bad guy doing what he does using it, you for all your worth yeah but it's know? it comes back because it explains you know why he didn't see this he did see it was coming either and what, way and what's he see coming i mean he lays it out for him after you know, essentially, the high evolutionary like figures it out because of rocket science. Oh, we mm-hmm. got this to work, and he brings rocket up to show him, and it's like, oh, this big moment of like, you did it. Yeah. How did you know you did it? And then rocket goes, "When are we leaving to the new world?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and you're getting burned. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, you're, a you're not going there. We do want to save your brain. Yeah, get re- get that ready. But uh, yeah, you're not really worth anything to me. And this is it. The big escape. I mean, this yeah. was so powerful to me just after Guardians in one, Guardians two, like, you know, the prison breakout scene in that first movie and being so good at getting out of prisons. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is just one of those like James Gunn payoffs where like you just like, oh, man, he's bringing it home. Bust out, gets his friends out. I'm going to get you all out of here. Didn't didn't happen that way. I mean, I felt it. Those things like all of his friends died. Oh, yeah. And then he. F's up the high evolutionary yeah. tackles him, takes off his face, hit his face, hit his you face. Can, yeah, you can see why he's got his face like stretched on. Picks up a yes, picks up a gun for the first time and just is doing his rocket raccoon mm-hmm. type thing. Oh Bust out and uh, you know, obviously we know the rest. Some somewhere in the midst of all this, we find out that the high evolutionary created the sovereign. Yes. Oh, yeah. right. Well, we find out yeah. because the sovereign like meet up with him, and he's like, "Hey, Earlier I hate you guys. On. Yeah, and uh, uh, you're gonna do whatever I say, no matter what." He can like his powers essentially are like almost like Kang. He's yeah. got like a suit. He's he's got like force powers almost, and he made the sovereign plus a whole bunch of other yeah. folks. And uh, yeah, he's got a he's- Ad- Adam Warlock was basically. But, uh, an assassin, and he was in yeah. that. He was in the cocoon. He in was the, in the in cocoon, the scene and they fall. said, "Oh, you know, he, he was not ready." Should, yeah, he wasn't ready. He's a preemie. He, <laughs> he like wasn't done. Yeah, he came an out an early. Idiot. Baby, yeah, he's a baby. Yeah, he's like complaining about. He's like, "Yeah, I got hurt. I got stabbed in the chest." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> God, that really hurt. <laughs> but essentially, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna force them to get rocket or and their civilization is what it sounded like yeah and, and it's all hands on deck at this point it's like i'm yeah. trying to catch him he needs him for what essentially like he, the high evolutionary needs rocket for something 
Like that was a big piece. Like bring him back to mm-hmm. me, you know. Go get him. Yeah, bring he him well, back. it was a, an experiment that ex- escaped. And that was he, it. They wanted to know why he was different. Right. He could think. Yeah. And he create he could really. Cre- yeah. He couldn't get a species that created, and that was his missing link. Mm. Yeah, and and we see that he still can't build like the perfect race, and so he's trying to get that person who improved his last failure. Like that's the way I took it was Rocket fixed his problem last time. So he needs him back because he still can't get it right, which will kind of bring us in to where they go next, which is uh, the Guardians anyway, which is Counter Earth, Counter Earth, Counter Earth. That's it's like Earth something. Yeah. Counter Earth. Uh, I mean, are you familiar Furry with Earth? Like, Counter is this Earth, like yeah. in the comics? Like, I mean, essentially, the high evolutionary made a copy of Earth. Yeah. And with I don't know if he made all, the whole planet or if he all just animal people. Animal people, but like doing, doing very, <laughs> doing very uh, familiar human things. This is like yeah. one of those first times in a, a Marvel movie where, um, you know, it's like you go to another planet and it looks just like Earth. It, it looks like you know an every 80s facet. version of Earth, like yeah. in the Guardians yeah. land, and the people are like, yeah. "What's what well, is yeah, that?" Yeah, like whoa, spaceships. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they land the big ship there. This is where the high evolutionary headquarters is, the big pyramid, the big battles coming up. Everybody's there. You got the whole team there. They even got Gamora, who's like there reluctantly. Like she wants to get back to the Ravengers, but they're all they there. They were like, we don't have time. Rocket's dying. Yes. We're on a mission to yep. get to the high evolutionary so we can get that code out of this dude. We're not dropping you off. You're coming with us, whether you want to or not. Yep. You know, so they, they leave what Drax. And, and Mantis, Mantis yeah. and Mantis. Gamora at the ship with Rocket. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Nebula well, and, they go to and Peter go ship. go to the high evolution or go to the tower. And, uh, yeah, and only Peter. Thing. Peter and Groot go yeah. in. He's they meet the high evolutionary. Like they're immediately like this they guy. Keep, yeah, they keep saying this is a trap. It's a trap. And, a and trap. Peter says, it's no, it's a face off. It's a face off. Yeah. <laughs> He's done this enough times, you know, and man, we can just get right into it. He goes inside with Groot, meets the high evolutionary. The high evolutionary is just like they're not talking to him. It's just yeah. like waiting in a waiting room. And then finally the tension breaks and. He's and the high evolutionary starts going through his plan. And Peter's like, I have listened to enough egotistical guys who happy mother's day their mom didn't love them and <laughs> you're the next one in line you know like this is it and uh, essentially convinces even like all the of his people like kind of like you know start to go like does this guy know what he's doing you know mm-hmm. um and we get the great scene of um the back and forth between uh high evolutionary peter and then peter and groot just going in full-on like kill mode with yeah. Groot and all the guns a lot of great Groot stuff in this. Yeah, yeah. go Kaiju, yeah. Kaiju full mode. Kaiju, yeah. <laughs> like like landing on that counter Earth, scaring and all so the people away. They were throwing rocks at him. Whenever yeah. Adam Warlock blew him up on nowhere, and he's just like a little tentacle head. That <laughs> that seemed screamed like the thing. Yeah, to me. Yeah, so, there were like a, a couple nods yeah. there. I felt like I'm like, oh, this feels like, like a couple things. Yeah, exactly. Like Jumanji almost. A couple, yeah. You know? Um. A lot of great Groot stuff. A lot of the gun scene was great. Like, I mean, I was having like the feels on like those scenes. Yeah. Like being like, man, that's, I was like, that's Peter and Groot. Like the the entire movie, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yes. You know? Yes. Multiple times over and over again. You're like, this is where we're going to lose somebody. Danger. Mm -hmm. This is where we're going to lose somebody. And man, we're great. These segues, they, they come right up. Rocket, they get the code. Nebula and 
Drax and Mantis end up having to team up because Drax convinces Mantis to get on the dirt bike with her <laughs> <To> leave. <laughs> and leave the ship. She goes, oh, to go right over there? And he goes, yes. And then yeah. he just drives straight to the ship. Yep. They jump on the ship as it's taking off from the ground. With, you know. with Nebula. Yes. Uh, Adam Warlock is attacking their ship. Yeah. And yep. fighting with Gamora. Gamora and that crazy who, pig guy. Yeah. The, the pig. The, the war pig. pig. Yeah, war pig. Jeez. Those, Those were creepy things, characters. They looked so good. I was they like, were wow, they don't look excellent. bad at all. Yeah. No, Usually, him and the falcon or chicken those robot. Those things were effed up. My God. Oh, it was <laughs> so good. keep me up at exactly. night. Exactly. They were excellent. Uh, I mean, and then they someone ends up chopping off that pig's head. Yeah, Adam Warlock. Just Warlock. Adam it Warlock right ripped it right Pretty off. Pretty easily. Yeah. Adam Warlock, you know, kind of he's trying to find his place in all this. Uh, yeah, he doesn't really know what's going on. Gamora's got to fly the ship. She flies the ship to Mantis and Peter. They jump back on, and they've got the code. They got it out of the guy's They're head. Like, yeah, let's go. Oh hey, where's Drax and Mantis and Nebula? <laughs> They're on the other ship. Oh, we're on the ship to save you. Wow. What? We had a plan. We got off the ship. And this is, I mean, this is right after the big moment of Rocket is going to try to be saved by using this code. And we get that flash back and forth to afterlife. Uh, once again, MCU going full into like afterlife, mm -hmm. which like, you know, for me, I mean, you got like wishful thinking. Like, let's go. Like, yeah. like there's a place when you're done and Rocket gets to see his friend Lila. And it's the it's the ultimate like we've seen this a million times in how many movies it's your time come on in yep oh hey you know good to see ya you ready are you ready yeah actually you're not ready actually you're not ready you yeah. have more to do here yeah send him but I mean I thought you get you get the Peter Quill moment where he's oh where where oh. Rocket's just gone this is it like the and trailer it's the yeah full gut wrenching. You know, you could feel all the raw emotion you could. come out oh at God. that point. And you're like, emotionally, you think you're ready for it. Like, it's happening. It's happening. And then it doesn't happen. Oh, it was hard. Yeah. It, it was, was hard. It was, it was real was. hard. It was it like was. if your best friend was your dog, but he could talk. Mm -hmm. That's, oh man, that's my wish. If, <laughs> I know. That's your wish. If that's I could have one wish, it would be that it might I don't know that I can handle that. <laughs> right. I think Just I would don't. be disappointed. Kind of yeah. like when you, you hear somebody's voice that's on the yeah, radio just, and then you see their picture. You're like, just uh, like, pet me. Pet me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Shut up. Feed me. Treats. Outside. Outside. <laughs> um. All right, Rocket makes it. But did we talk about how High Evolutionary blew up all the people on the, yeah. on the Earth <gasps> no. as well? I mean, this, yeah. is, this is it's happening right now, right? Rocket makes it. They're on the ship. Oh, High Evolutionary is doing the same thing he always does. Time to start over. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm gonna, gonna make gonna a billion people over. and start over, and like just like I used to yeah. incinerate the people, the, the animal in my cages. I'm just gonna blow up the whole planet, and the planet starts crumbling beneath everybody. Epic. I mean, this whole movie yeah. looks epic. The space suits, the space scenes, everything gets bigger and bigger. I mean, that an that biological planet that was like the biggest undertaking. I feel like whenever Jam I felt like James Gunn was like, I want the biggest planet, like next to like what a galactus will be like you know like we're starting to get like the biggest stuff um but the planet's blowing up high evolutionaries going down and what's the ultimate battle here how's he eventually go oh they rip off his face and it's so they go back to the ship yep yeah to get nebula and drax and mantis and they they find out there's a lot more on this ship than we thought oh here we go there's dan's getting mad yeah there's kids 
bunch of kids. <laughs> bunch of blonde All kids. Right, so the so he made these kids. Yeah. yeah. Anybody, did they give a story about wh- how or why? That's the, it's just it, the it, next the yeah. next it was human the next yeah. evolution the next evolution was like all these similar looking humans but right. all these kids he says in the, in the movie you know these kids can memorize how to blah 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 you know something very technical but they can't they can do it and they create. can do it in under a minute and he's like but that's just memory essentially that's just memorization right. they can't rocket could look at an issue and know what was wrong with it with just by looking at it right he could build new things new yes. things from Which knowing other things right. the only time he's ever created anything that could do that is rocket ah uh, it's like that perfect like creation this anomaly of a creation he's trying to capture again and he needs his brain it's funny cuz he it like he tried to make this perfect society which is just like this subjective thing that like for him was like highest evolution and everything's flowing but like don't make anything too new and get outside your wheelhouse you know mm-hmm. but like then he ended up wanting that again you know he's like that was his ultimate thing of like I do want he couldn't understand that something he made rocket could figure out something that he couldn't figure out yeah that was breaking yeah. him yeah yeah yep it's really good lesson for anybody who's like up on their own high horse too much you know just realizing I mean, like I don't know everything this is something we're all going to face in our lifetime. Can the creation surpass the creator? We have created AI. Oh man, it's in the we. It's in the mix too. I mean, probably wrote yeah. some of the script. I don't know. It, it might, GPT. you know, there yeah. might be some studio execs trying to figure out how to write scripts right now. Oh, they're using oh, they are doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me about a movie called but, Superman yeah. Legacy, and AI's yeah. like, "This is what I would do." <laughs> Damn. All right, so they go back to the ship. Big face off. Actual face-off. Actual face-off. Yeah. <laughs> the reveal. Noise. Big reveal. I mean, it looked rough. It was yeah. awesome. Did oh. a great job. I yeah. forget how he actually goes down, but he does. Goes down. Well, so Go earlier in the movie, stuff. earlier in the movie, Rocket's working on these boots that he says, like, manipulate gravity. Mm-hmm. It's, like, really early on, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It's very yeah. opening that's scene. That's his like walking upside five minutes. down. Yeah, he's walking. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and you're like, oh, you know, you think it's like a throwaway, but then when you realize that's the high evolutionary's power, like he's been prepping for this showdown, knowing that it would one day come to a, and so when he gets there, yeah. the high evolutionary's like, why are my powers like, you know, not working on you? It's because he figured out how to stop him. And then when he, yeah, you're right, he's up on the ceiling, he's using the force yeah. field. Rocket uses his gravity boots, pulls him down, blasts him. Peter blasts him, like Nebula hits him, Drac punches him down. They all get like Groot gets his his punch in. Everybody does, and and they 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 beat him. Teamwork. They take the kids with them. Yeah, they, they got the they ship. Have, the ship connections. Oh, nowhere. Yeah, Kraglin brings flies, nowhere in. Flies yeah. nowhere in. Like it's mobile now. Yeah. That yeah, was, got that was a cool, on it. That was we a cool got, moment too. Being like, man, you've seen this so many movies ago, and like yeah. here it is. Usually it's just floating there. You get yeah. Cos- oh. Cosmo, who's, dog. who's been called a bad dog by Craglin, <laughs> trying to you know get that taken back the whole movie. The great S- poker scene with Craglin and, yeah. and Cosmo and the and the one guy from the first movie that sold the orb, yeah, you know, or, or duck, wouldn't yeah. buy it. That yeah, duck. Yeah, Howard, Howard the, the duck. duck there. Yeah, that was a good one. Mantis well, uh, we... trained the or uh, I guess I don't know the abelisks, those big old. Teethy things. Oh, oh the yeah. Abolis from like the, the from, second, the beginning was, of the second the movie. That was weird. The big teeth, uh, rainbow vomiting 
tentacle monsters. Battery yeah. eaters. Hell yeah, battery eaters. They eat battery. Mantis made some new friends. Dan, you were saying something? Yeah, Craiglin was trying to learn how to use the flute, Yandu's flute, the whole time. Oh, and man. In that big yeah. battle, when it comes down to it, he, he figures out how to do it to kind of save the people on Nowhere. That was great. When they're kind of losing, he turns the tide of battle. Yeah, all the monstrosities are going after yep. Nowhere. Yep. Good space battle. Great Lots space. Of stuff in space. Yeah, yeah there was like that massive battles. space battle. Yeah. There was the scene in the hallway where the guardians were oh. all like taking those guys apart. That was it. That was yeah. their big team no sleep scene. Till Brooklyn. No sleep till Brooklyn. That yeah. Was, I'll never look at that song again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The same way. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the best hallway scene since Daredevil of anything ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and to get them all in there and the Groot stuff was just awesome. Like, really push the Groot stuff. I like that. Um, and you know, it's time to be like, okay, we got all these kids, we got all these, these people on this planet, we got nowhere, let's connect them in space and Cosmo, the telepath dog helps connect them all. And Peter and the gang are flowing all these kids onto the ship. Get them all on there. Yep. Get them all higher life forms. The higher life forms, right? That was the initial, initial goal. And then right as they're about to, you know, they got the last kid, Rocket looks back at the cages and says, absolutely not. No, nope. We're bringing everybody. Everybody. And they brought everybody. all the animals. Yep. Like, I and we he always... sees. Go ahead. He opens the cage of the raccoons and sees, oh. or his old cage, and sees that he is in de- indeed a raccoon. Yeah. And then he himself adopts the name yeah. Rocket, Rocket Raccoon, Raccoon for Raccoon. the first time. Yeah. That's you see good. the whole zoo. Like flooding out into yeah. nowhere, basically. Yeah, just so many animals, and like some of the animals are like attacking people. I love <laughs> yeah. that. I was yeah. like, yeah, you gotta be real. <laughs> that like, monkey attacks their face. Yeah, just jumps on. It's like, <laughs> um, and then we get the oh shit, Peter Quill's about to die. Oh, did let's s- go back. One he thing. has to one okay. thing because it's go ahead. He we gotta talk about um, Adam Warlock's mom oh. perished on Counter Earth. Oh yeah, so that is where he got. He kind of more or less changed sides, yeah. Because he's like he's directionless. I think who was it that that helped him at one point? Was it Groot? I think that saved Groot his life. Saves he's his like, life. why did you save me? And he just kind of like realizes, Second all right, chance. I'm I'm gonna. He says everybody. At that point, he's like, I'm a guardian now. So basically, is what happens. But he says everybody gets second chances. Yeah. Gamora's just like, are you guys? You guys are just making up what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. I am Groot. <laughs> like, I am Groot. I am yeah. Groot. Yeah, but I but, just wanted to point that out before, because since he's about to pop back in in a sec. He is. P- Peter drops mm-hmm. his Zune, drops his Zune on the ship, and goes back for it. Same as, I mean, t- call back. I always forget yeah. it's Zune. Call back, you know. <laughs> like, oh, I've always gone back and got it before. It'll yeah. be fine. He makes the run. He's doing it. Jumps into space. You think he's going to do it. Yeah. And then uh, he doesn't. Right. Hits, hits something. Stops halfway. And, I mean, they really pushed the uh, in space stuff this time. A little bit more of the Guardians Volume 2 stuff where, uh, you know, there's the 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 mutiny and they're putting all those guys out in space they kind of pushed it to be like it's not good to be left in space yeah and then that's how we lost yondu yes exactly died in space peter's face gets all puffy yeah looks like matt damon's stung by a thousand bees (laughs) (laughs) you see groot groot trying to reach out for him and his his branches are just dying in space he can't get them yeah they're cracking you're like oh man that's perfect (laughs) like they really thought about this yeah because I was like, I was kind of mad. I was like, fly out there and get him. Yeah. I was like, this is. Just go get him. Like, it's how long we've we been in space. Yeah. Like, yeah. You guys out. don't have a space contingency plan. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, he's in space. Yeah. No. <laughs> 
you're yeah, literal, we're all in space. Yeah, you're literal astronauts. <laughs> yeah, guardians you don't of have the backup galaxy. suits anywhere. Yeah. And unlikely hero, I guess. Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. A little bit of symbolism here. Yeah. Carrie called this one out. Like, just like, you know, it's like the Adam. Man and, touching God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man yeah. touching God. Like, yeah. I, and then, but he, you know, it's like that from, and then he pulls him and he just takes him in. And he's he's all right. You know, everybody's all right. Yeah, get him with the med pack. Get him with the, yeah, the med pack. It'll be fine. <laughs> get us those med packs. On for things. real. Where is yeah. the med pack what, technology? Yeah. They're like, well, we have the. Oh, my God. Uh, what are those things they have that just like bring your heart back to life? I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, I want a paddle. Yeah, yeah. The the one that can break. Things. Put your arm back in place after you break it. That's <laughs> yeah. insane. Yeah, some of that Nebula stuff where she like her head was like snapped back. Oh, it's like on the back. Yeah, her back. It was just like flopped over. They flopped pushed over everything, her back. and she's and like she's still just, fighting, like, snapping still back into place. And you're like, oh, weird. Guardians win. Everybody's okay. Nowhere's loaded up, and time for a big circle talk about how. Things are coming to an end. Nobody died. Nobody died. Yeah. Once again, America can't take it right now. <laughs> you might be right. Ten, I, five years ago. I feel ago, like there's five deleted years ago, scenes somewhere. Peter Quill's dead or yeah. Rocket's dead. I thought he was like, dead. I, I thought half of the Guardians were going to die in this movie. No one. Yeah. I, at one point, I thought each person was, was dead or, or gone. At, at some point, point or another. So yeah. Maybe multiple for each person, maybe. I thought Groot was dead. Groot was Drax a, was Groot dead. Groot was just a head yeah. for a bit. Spider head. Spider. Groot. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, that was cool. Um, all right, so I think this, I think I don't think we're skipping too much here. Well, let's just do the character. It's always good to do the characters at the end. So um, you got Peter that's going to we'll, – we'll say Peter for last because he's got some, some big stuff in the end. Uh Mantis is going off on her own, going to do her own thing. Take, yeah. take what are those things called again? Abolisks. Abolisk, and they're just going to go she's explore. Like, I, all I, I did was live for Ego. I and then I live for the Guardians. And she's then taking a sabbatical. Guard, my, yeah, my brother. <laughs> she's going to go on, She's going to eat, pray, love. It's time. Yeah. 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 All right, so she's, Drax. She's in Drax is like, I mean, this is like best friend. Yeah, I'm yeah. going with you. I think he not. says like, I think, yeah, not. No, think, he's going to stay put, I Nebula, think. Nebula is... She's running nowhere. She's the leader, basically. Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, Drax, uh, I need you." Yeah, I'm gonna need all the help I can get. You're gonna be a great dad to all these kids. By the way, yeah. he can speak their language. Yeah, he's not stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. I, he's, he's not stupid. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be a dad now. Ninu na na. Um, Gamora goes back with the Ravengers. Oh a nice, yeah, l- nice little warm moment of her going back and all of her friends. Rocket. Yep. Rocket. He's going to have to be. He's the leader. The captain of the Guardians. Yeah. Why? Because he has the Zune now. He has the Zune, but also because Peter, I mean, they said it best. I called it going to the movie. Like Even pre-trailer said Peter Quill goes back to Earth in this movie. Yeah. And they kind of did a good job teasing it out in the trailer, showing them approaching Counter-Earth. And you're like, oh. Oh, yeah, here we go. But instead, that was Counter-Earth. That was Counter-Earth. But he's like, I got to go see... Like my family, McMantis is calling him out. Like, yeah. you know, you had somebody in your life that you got. You it, just left him. Like, well, you got taken the same day that his sister died. Daughter. You know? D- daughter? Yeah, it was his grandpa. Yeah. Oh, daughter. it his grandpa. You're yeah. right. Yeah. His daughter. Yeah. And uh, he's been running ever since. Mm-hmm. Truly. And I mean, not, I mean, in more ways than one. I mean, headphones on all the time is is great. It's not safe, you know, when you're driving and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be careful. But like it's he's he was just hiding essentially, just keeping those good vibes of what he had when he was a kid. It's time to go deal with it. 
And I don't know if that was that an in credit scene or that was actually the movie, right? Like that was yeah, that's the yeah. end of the movie where they they kind of all just part ways. Um, he, he goes to St. Charles. Oh my God, <laughs> he does. That's where the factory. That's where you yeah. saw Tenacious D. That's right. It's he was probably there for you folks listening around ta- like around the world. Like oh, that's this, Chesterfield. That's Chesterfield, Missouri. Oh, you're right. But St. Charles, Chesterfield, that's five miles. Yeah, <laughs> it's close. That's where um, I work. I work in St. Charles. I mean, he was reading the newspaper, like the St. Charles yeah, Post. That's um, cool. And he, he rings the doorbell, and same actor. Yeah. Made him look, did a good job making him look a lot older. And then we get. That's it. In credit scene. Well, we have. Mid credit. Oh, go ahead, Dan. We had one interaction with uh, Groot and Gamora. Oh, Gamora. Oh, where right. she finally hears what Groot is saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? I love you guys, wasn't it? I yeah. love you guys. And yeah. I mean, at this yeah. point, it's just Vin Diesel talking. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so, and the, then, the, I mean, to me, that's like, we. oh, we learn like when there's a relationship, that's how everybody hears him. That's the way I took yeah. it. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't take it like, like that at all. Oh, like, which, we what? now are family with mm. Groot, so we yeah. understand what he's saying. Yeah. Mm. That's how I took it. Are you talking about when Gamora understood what he was saying when he says, I am Groot? Or are you talking about when he just literally says, I love you? Guys? I, I love you guys. I guess it's debatable. And and Gamora understood what he was saying. But he says, I... But everyone but understood. He didn't, he didn't say, I love you guys. Like, right. I think we're supposed to understand that he said, I am Groot. You guys are crazy. And now you no. understand you guys, what he is saying. Yeah. This is literally what happened. Uh, yeah. I, I think this I'm is what happened. All, right. All right, here's what I think happened. <laughs> In the first Guardians movie, older Groot, makes the ultimate sacrifice he's older and he is able to muster the words we are group he has this kid who has like a whole family with the guardians and lives a life and gets older and he is able to put together a sentence of i love you guys is how i took it and like those were the words he actually said is what i thought okay that's how i that's what i thought that's what i took but i like the other one better actually is that, I, I, is that we as viewers? Quick, get a tweet we, together for James Cunn. We as I think he's already answered this question. He's had to have. Yeah. All right. Well, I need to find. I need the answer. Yeah. yeah I need the so answer. So you saw that. it. Yeah. I, I. This is what I read. Yeah. So you know the answer is what you're saying. How? What's your confidence level? Hundred percent. Hundred. One. Hundo. So as, sure. As confident. More confident or less confident that Mario is a superhero? <laughs> also, all right. Definitely <laughs> way more confident. All right. Mid credit scene. Guardians, Peter. Guardians. We've got we've got new guardians. Or no? Yeah, yeah. It's this is mid credits. It's no, he's yeah. he's sitting there. He's you got well, Rocket. Yeah, he's Kraglin. Like, All right, let's go. Adam Warlock. Yeah, clearly a few years who else? later. Probably who else? giant Groot. Giant Groot. You know so who you don't big, even you big. don't yeah. even times gone notice. Yeah, you don't even notice at first because right. it looks like it's a giant rock or boulder. Yeah. Or and something. they're protecting some town from like a stampede essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like ah, oh, here they come. And I was it. Uh, one of them said I could take this. Craglin. Craglin was like, I could do this on my own if you guys just want to hang. Were out. they going to kill all those animals? Oh yeah, for yeah. It was sure. like they the opposite of the, the whole town. movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, thought. I was like, are these just animals running? Yeah, <laughs> they're just going to murder yeah. all these animals. Like, why don't you just go like this? Coming right that for way. us. <laughs> we, we spent all movie protecting animals. Feeling kill bad for them. Don't no. let them run over right. here. <laughs> just have Cosmo just make them turn around. Yep, and uh, they, they do a little Ooh. round table on like their favorite music, and it's all Earth music because yeah. you know Carrie and I had a whole dialogue about 
you know, the, the, we have some alien songs now, like the 1977s or what are they called that were in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special put on the full makeup. Oh, yeah. And yeah. yeah, I don't know what Christmas <laughs> is, but Christmas time is here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like you got that. But I was like, I guess we don't really have a ton of like otherworldly music. Like it's all about the Earth music. And like that's what they hear from being friends with the Guardians. That was kind of fun. And more adventures <laughs> to come is kind of how it felt at the end. Yeah, of that oh, scene. for sure. Yeah, Britney Spears yeah. and Corn. Good choices for sure, actually. And then in credit scene, Peter Quill back at Earth, sitting with his grandpa, having the most Missouri. Yeah, just hanging out with your grandpa, <laughs> and he's eating cereal, and he's like, "So, like, you know, I can mow." the neighbor's yard but like he's like 45 he just sits there years old he's just gonna watch me mow and uh, i don't know it's just weird and he's like he goes his grandpa don't even get me started (laughs) i was chuckling you know james gunn is really from st louis these are real conversations that are had Had, did you see the headline on the paper (laughs) what what was it? one of the headlines on the paper kevin kevin bacon tell all about being kidnapped by aliens (laughs) alien abduction (laughs) yeah (laughs) That's it. Volume three. The legendary Star Star Lord will return. Will return. Will return. Yeah. Big job. Uh, yeah, good job, Dan. Yeah. All right, man. Holy cow. That's the story. Quick and dirty. Hey, that yeah, was five not too minutes, bad. right? Nah, 30. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What well, we missed. What's uh what's on the let's hear any final thoughts. Let's do some round tables. Uh, you know, the pace was good, the story was good, the payoffs are there, the action's there, the space battles look great. Not a lot of problems from me on this movie. You know, I'll save my rating for the end. Let's just do a little roundtable thoughts. I know you got some notes, Giggler. What are you thinking? All right. I have to talk about one thing that I saw on a breakdown today, thanks to Emergency Awesome, because I thought this was really cool, especially for us St. Louis fellas. But there was a cut scene from uh, Guardians 2 that took place in St. Louis. I guess it was like Ego's like seed spreading across, basically. Mm. But evidently... James Gunn's parents were in this scene. Uh, it was it was obviously cut from the movie, but it appeared in the, the ended credits as it scrolled through. Do you guys remember there was like pictures from yeah. different? Yeah. So I guess his parents were in the picture, but it was a deleted scene that I thought was pretty cool that it was from St. Louis. Yeah, more fun facts. Keep them coming. Yeah, but uh, I mean, honestly, this movie really just sh- sh- like shined like with James Gunn storytelling overall. I mean, it's the end of the Guardians chapter, end of his chapter in the MCU now and now he's got the keys to the DCU with Feige versus Gunn uh, I, I'm excited to see where where this all goes but man this movie is 100% one of my favorite in, from not only Guardians but just in the MCU mm-hmm. so far for sure for sure Scotty this is a great movie uh, yeah probably the best one of the trilogy I think and it's like what what happens now Mm. Where are all these characters? The legendary Star Lord will return. We've got a new Gar- Guardians team. Uh, so many times before the movie, I heard pre- uh, people like Batista and Zoe Saldana say, "This is the last time I'm playing this character," and I really expected for there to be like a final, like deaths, death, yeah, yeah. like final not coming back for sure but all these characters are alive you know i i didn't hear uh karen gillen nebula talk about this is the last time i'm going to play this character she'll do it forever she'll do it forever but drax is with her yeah 
you know, on the planet. Well, he, Vin Diesel can, or, uh, Dave, Dave Batista, yeah, can talk all day about not doing this anymore. The truth is, like, if there's a place and a time yeah. and it's beneficial, like, like we'll, I think, money. I think these characters <laughs> yeah. will probably come back in some Avengers iteration, yeah. for sure, whether it be Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars. Sleeper. I loved it. You know, I really thought this movie did two things that I really enjoyed. Perfect balance of action and storytelling without too much of either one. Too much story, I fall asleep. Too much action, I honestly get bored of action. Overstimulated. Um, yeah, it just dr- drags on, kind of like uh, Black Adam was. It was just like action for the sake of action, you know? Totally. Um, and the story just wasn't there for me. This was a perfect balance of the two. The other thing that I really like about this movie that fits the Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy so well is this kind of chaotic misfit uh, portrayal they give the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, they're clumsy, but without being corny. You know, a good example is, is when they're, you know, you got Peter, you got Peter Quill and uh, whoever else getting off the ship, the... Uh, and then Nebula, Drax, and Mantis getting on the ship. Yeah, just a like total flub. They, they literally fell past them as yeah, they were getting they did. on. You yeah. saw them, they go, well, we got to go find them. With and the, they fell right yeah, by they fell yeah, right the, by the, the guy with the computer and the Groot with the wings. Yeah. Yeah, there's this, there's this oh, like perfect, talk about that. Yeah. perfect synergy in the group, yet miscommunication at the same time, just this controlled chaos that in the end works out. Like they're in tune with each other, but not in tune. Yeah. I love that aspect of Guardians of the Galaxy, and they do it in a way that, to me, is just not corny. This movie came off to me similar to like Thor Ragnarok, um, just the perfect balance uh, of serious, mm. clumsy action, heart, you know, tugging at your heartstrings. It was a really, really balanced movie for me. You know, sweet, salty, bitter, yeah. uh, all, all, all the, the traits, all the tastes, all the traits. So I loved it. It was. To, to your point, the best of the three, I think, and one of the best Marvel movies I've seen in a long time. Fair share. Danny Patron. Yeah, I think <clears throat> post-Endgame, I think the Marvel movies have tried to have emotional weight, and for the most part, it's hit. Like I think Black Panther hit. I think this hits well. Um, I think sometimes it doesn't hit. Like It didn't hit for me in Ant-Man. It didn't hit for me in Thor. Um but this is a great example of doing it right. I love this movie. I had a great time with it. My one complaint was I felt there was too many like dumb characters and with Rocket not there with the rest of the Guardians and Gamora not playing that like straight line as much, I felt like it didn't hit. There was too much stupid for me sometimes. Like Drax was being stupid and Mantis was being stupid and Peter's always been a little kind of clumsy or stupid in things he does. And without the straight man there to kind of like level it in or level set it or rein it in, um, there was just a few times where I'm like, okay, this is getting a little overplayed for me. Um, and Nebula fell somewhere in the middle on those lines. Um, but that, I mean, it, not something that I, I think sways my opinion drastically. Now I will say on the kids, <laughs> my, my like imagination, this is Dan's hypothesis of how these kids entered this movie was Disney said, we need kids in this movie. And James Gunn goes, 
is that negotiable? Right. I said, no. I know. Yeah. And he goes, okay. D- do they have to say anything important? No. Do they have to be smart? No. Okay. You just want them there. And you're like, yeah. Because the first time we see these kids, Drax is literally like, oh, look at these little idiots. And like, I was laughing because in, in some way, I'm like, this might be James Gunn kind of like poking fun that he has to have kids in this movie. Totally. And they, they're just kind of like a comedic, um, you know, the, the end of a comedic joke. And so like use of kids. Good job, James Gunn. I like this use of kids. And because they just don't like kids don't really fit in this movie in really any of the Guard- Guardians yeah. movies that he's done so far. And, you know, if they said, hey, there's got to be kids. And he's like, all right, I'll put them in there. But, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Check the, box. the only other thing I did want to bring up that we didn't touch on in that end credit scene of the new Guardians was the kid, the main like girl that we saw is a guardian of the galaxy character from the comics i don't know her i don't know anything about her scott i don't know if you know I do, where she yeah, powered up and kind of started flying do you know what i'm talking about yeah who was um, that what but, was that yeah i don't i don't know the character either. i don't know her she's a very she's in she is a member of the guardians though because when her face lit up i've seen that in some of the comics i've read it's just been a long time um but that like that main girl the fact that she's there later, like that's an important character. Not, I mean, not like an Iron Man or something like that, but for the Guardians, that's like a recurring Guardian. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of a, a neat tie in. And I, I read a little bit that, like, I guess it doesn't align with like that character's origin story, but you know, whatever. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool, at least that they like brought her to be relevant since they did kind of play that specific child up a bit. So be interesting to see how that plays out. But overall, like I was laughing, I was having a good time. Um, you know, and I, I think this was an amazing send off for James Gunn with Marvel. And I think this is an amazing send off for all these actors who have put in a lot of years of their life. I think the comments about not coming back just means their contracts are at an end and they're going to renegotiate at some point so they want to say comments like that right now because it's probably in their benefit and i agree with you guys that i think they'll show back up in an avengers movie if not sooner yeah yeah well said fair share all right final thoughts here for uh we'll do just round table ratings you know i said a little bit when we first started off the round table but i'll i'll just do mine first final thoughts and a rating for for myself and we'll go around the table you know, James Gunn did, uh, I think what his, his skill set is, is, um, you know, character-based storytelling. Uh, the, the, little, the little moments, the, the nuanced things about life, and um, there's something about being human that, like, you are who you are, and when you put yourself with other people, like, there are, they are who they are, too. And it was really cool to see the Guardians... And these characters who have been together for three movies on their own and then more movies outside of that, you could really feel that these guys have known each other forever. And he wrote it in, you know, where like Mantis is calling out Nebula for like what she really is. And Nebula is calling out Drax for what he does. And and Peter, like, you know, we know your patterns. This is what you do. And then you somehow as a, like a family, you know, work to help each other just be the best version of yourself. And, you know, I've learned to just, you know, just personally, you know, think about my own life and, and, you know, how you interact with friends and family and even like a partner when you live with someone for the first time and roommates even, you know, you could feel that 
connection inside. So, you know, I think the testament goes to the writing, but it also goes to the actors of just bringing that energy, that camaraderie, that ensemble feel. Um, and so many payoffs of just like storytelling that over the, all the movies came home in this movie. And it was just a win, like, especially in this phase five and four where everything's just kind of crazy. Like phase four was like a title every other week. And it's just like, you know, it was, it was, there's some good stuff in there and we've talked about it. This was the best thing I've seen, you know, since probably Spider-Man, no way home, you know, being real, you know, and there's other titles in there that I, I'd still like probably put up up there. But Guardians three, man, um, it was bittersweet. <laughs> like it was like you could feel like it won't ever be quite the same. I've always just thought it's so cool that Chris Pratt like connected with James Gunn and like he made him into this like Flash Gordon, like space hero that like really makes me feel like I'm watching like Star Wars, Spaceballs, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, mm -hmm. like all these things for like intergalactic travel and the comedy that comes with every body that exists in the universe. Well done. Awesome job. This movie's a 3.9 for me. Very nice. Good big, big score. That's huge. Huge. I mean, look, I got the, look at the mask right here. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's everywhere. I got, I got the, the jacket gun. right here. The gun. I got the jacket. gun. You are a guardian. Wow. You're, you're our you guardian. What was this just for today? I mean, no, I wore this to work last week for Superhero Day. <laughs> Giggler, rate uh, it. Final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. I mean, yeah, like I said, the, the character storytelling, you you harped on it too. Like, it's it's just unbelievable, like, how how much he gets you to care, not only about these characters through three movies, but just in the middle of this one movie, those, like, grimy animal characters that all of a sudden I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be wrecked when this, when this inevitably ends. And... Honestly, this movie was was just so good. Uh, J James Gunn, I mean, just killed it again. Uh, I'm going with a 3.75. Matches Woo. the exact rating that that my wife gave me today when I was walking out the door. Nice, so, man. That's that's gonna be tough to beat for a while. Scoop. Uh, well said, Giggler. Yeah, this was so good. I I think it's. In, in my opinion, probably the best of the films so far after Endgame it, for me. Um, this almost didn't happen. I don't know if you guys remember, but it was not too long ago. James Gunn was fired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, They yeah. fired him. Yep. And several of these guys, you can tell that they're actually a family because they said, we're not going to make this movie if James Gunn doesn't come back and do it. We're just not going to. Mm. And then they rehired him. Who'd they hire in between? It was uh, no one. No, they had somebody. No Did they have? Some? I didn't think they had uh, any, yeah, anybody. Yeah, come to me. Joth yes, they rehired him. Joth, what's his name? Uh, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. <laughs> well, maybe they didn't hire. Him. Maybe been, he did he's not. He's been canceled. Probably not him. They hired. They <laughs> didn't hire. Any, some, they went to somebody, and he denied it. I yeah, think. he probably mm. said no. But I mean, the chemistry is there for everyone, and you can tell. Like they just loved making these movies. And it's a fitting closure to to this whole thing. Um, Three point six for me. They Solid. Could, they could have done a little more, I think, with uh, Adam Warlock. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. He he felt a little flat. Flat. To me. Like he didn't like, even really need to be there. Yeah. yeah. Like, Just another. No, you you could have removed him, and it could have been anyone. It, that outside of that to... first action scene in the first 
five to ten minutes, yeah. which were, was cool. I, I I wanted a little more meaning to his character. Yeah, especially after that end credit scene. Yeah, yeah. like you just. Yeah. But again, once again, you, you know. Just, but now you know. Now he's in. He's in, and also, um, I don't know. He did the payoff. James did the payoff thing. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like we're gonna pay off everything you've seen, including that. And like maybe that just fell to the wayside. I think there's like some Peter Quill stuff that kind of fell to the wayside too. Because Peter's like the main character of the first movie. He's yeah. not the main character of this movie. Oh no, absolutely not. I mean, even Rocket, well, he is, but like everybody, like other people are even. Lila says that it's been his story the whole time, but I don't know. I can't decide if I'm if that's meant to be taken as hmm. through the trilogy or just this movie. Like I. I mean, oh, or yeah, something in between. Oh, I like, felt like I read the whole time. I don't think, I don't know. I think I mean, it's a combination. The movie, or the trilogy, okay. opens and closes with Star-Lord scenes. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. But I, f- I feel I like the first movie was Star-Lord, and then it, after the, the chemistry, it evolved as a team. And I think the kind of the rocket cream rose to the top. Yeah. Ugh, rocket cream. <laughs> I was just saying, mm, interesting. Sleeper? Rating final thoughts. Uh, final I, thoughts first, I guess. Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this in this flick. Um, that really you get me in the you keep me up immediately with ac- action. That first five minutes was good action, and it wasn't a story I didn't know. That doesn't work for me in Black Adam because I didn't know anything about that story. And they did. Re- it was like, oh, here's three minutes on the backstory that you're not going to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, or care about this was I know Guardians of the Galaxy I got a good back history on it and that action there in the very beginning gripped me and I was in for the rest of the movie and you know there's some corny scenes here every you know so often or a, a line that kind of falls flat or it, the comedic value of it's just like not it's not time that well like Nebula said some things that I think were supposed to be kind of funny and I just didn't find it funny um you know, I'm trying to be critical of it now because I've been so high on it. And then Gamora yeah. was a character I didn't really love. Uh, I felt like she, it, it was a little bit of like a tryhard to make her seem like I don't give a shit about you. Yeah. Who are you? Some of that felt tryhard, but overall, I thought it was a really, like I said earlier, balanced movie. Great action, great story. Loved the origin of learning more about, uh, you know, Rocket. And then I had no. No idea what to expect. I didn't even know this movie was out until like three days before. <laughs> That's awesome. I've just stayed off the grid. I was like, don't want to be disappointed with anything anymore. Let's just show up to the theater and be surprised. And that's what I got. So I loved it. I'm going to give it. I was going to give it a 3.6. But during this conversation, I've bumped it to a 3.7. Wow. Happens. Hey, that's a testament to the podcast yeah. once yeah. again. And a snore rating of only one out of four. Because he fell asleep. Oh, on what time to? W- which part? I mean, that's what I, I don't know. Yeah, what's wrong with you, dude? It was, it was the second, second time I saw it, and I've it was ten o'clock. And those chairs are comfy. I played ten golf. o'clock. I played oh, golf. He's gonna cry about playing. I played golf, golf directly before, and I was your tired. Blood pumping. He just comes into this tired among other things. All upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, I just had a rough day. You know, another nine. Another yep. Nine. Oh, <laughs> Fifty holes. Uh, yeah. All right, Danny P, rate <laughs> us out. Uh, round us out with, with yours, and we'll we'll head into coming up. Yeah, Giggler, when you said 3.75, the score your wife gave you walking out the door, I thought you meant that's what she scored you. <laughs> that's how I read it. 
finally he's gone. Three point seven five. Like, oh man, my god. Door closes. Four point oh. I thought that was a little like under the breath joke, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty it good. Could be. It could yeah. be. Maybe. I'd hope I would be higher than that, but it's still pretty good. I, not you know, currently. It's pretty good. That's yeah, right. Put that, put that heart, on a ten buddy. point scale. That's real good. <laughs> yeah. That's over a ninety. Uh, I believe. Three point seven five inches. <laughs> what's your Never a- mind. What's your API? Just kidding. Go on, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great movie, a great close to the trilogy, um, a great end of the character arc for so many different characters at the same time. We've seen the evolution of how these characters are as, you know, people, characters, whatever you want to call them, as where they started, where they are now, um, some longer than others. You know, I'm looking at the poster here and it's like, wow, you had five and now there's to do what eight on this picture. Um, and I just had fun. I cared. It kept me, you know, the one thing I do like is to y'all's point, like I thought somebody might die, which had me more invested. Um, you go into some of these movies and you know, like there's no stakes because it's the first one. It's whatever, like they're too big, you know, or, you know, they're doing more. And with, you know, the actor saying I'm not coming back. That also kind of makes me wonder, Oh, is somebody, you know, somebody going to die. Um, but outside of that, just creating the situation where I care about these three CG or four CGI animals. Um, and truly like was upset when it went down the way it did. I was hoping there was like, I had a feeling that's how it was going to play out, but I was going to kind of hoping somehow, like Lila got away to where Rocket could have his next adventure to go and find her or something. Uh, mm. But, you know, it it was funny. It was fun. It was action-packed, 3.7 for me. Um, and, you know, can't wait to see what's next. And so excited for James Gunn to have the DCEU now. Give it up for Guardians of the Galaxy. Well said, Mr. Patron. With that, let's get into coming up. Wrap it up. Another banger review, feedback, storytelling, roundtables, and all the fun stuff in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, comic books on screens, big and small, and we're having so much fun. Guardians of the Galaxy, I cannot believe the third one is coming and gone. And uh, we got some trailers that we talked about. The Marvels is coming up. Um, I guess that'll be the next MCU movie. Yeah, November. November, and then mm. we got shows uh, coming up. Uh, what If, season two should be happening. A Secret Invasion, Loki. Loki 2. I'm still hearing that Echo is going to happen this year. That's, I'm also hearing the same thing, but I hope. Who when, knows? Ironheart, maybe. Agatha. I, I haven't heard anything about Ag- Agatha uh, coming of chaos other than it's going to be a musical. Yes, I also heard that. So really? get ready for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, in the greater universe, all movies, um, you know, keeping kind of a checklist of our, our year. And this is only some of the titles we're talking about. But, uh, you know, we got, uh, I don't know, what's what, we got the next big movie. I mean, really, it's going to be our screen and social at the Alamo on June 24th, Saturday, seeing DC's The Flash. I mean, this is this movie is coming up uh, in June. I think it releases that week, I'm pretty sure. And, oh, my God, I am so excited for this movie. Yeah, I might be most excited I've been for a movie since mm-hmm. Endgame, probably. It's got to be. I mean, you got Flash, you got a couple Batmans, like a Keaton return, like a Supergirl, Supergirl. like the multiverse Zod. Zod returning. Like Man of Steel callbacks. Like this and then is... who knows? 
who knows what else we're gonna get? That's the stuff That's we know just about. The, sh- the stuff we know. Yes. I guess we could record they... on Spider Verse potentially. That comes out June, early June before oh, the uh, good before call the twenty first, like first week of June. So good call. Indiana only... Jones. Did you guys get an Indiana Jones full trailer during mm-hmm. your movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Oh yeah. We did. Looks yeah. great. That looks uh, great. Dial of Destiny. I'm I'm kind of into Transformers a little bit. Like I, I mean, I'll definitely watch that movie. I don't think I've yeah. seen like the last couple. I don't even care. I think I feel like they're like I think like, it's another reboot. You're yeah. just gonna go yeah. in and you don't need to know anything. Same old, same old. Creed three. Creed nah. three. Yeah, that came out like I gotta see Creed two months one ago. Two, I think. I guess. Yeah, but maybe they'll rewrite the re- digital release. I don't know like how it ended, but maybe. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Jonathan Majors Re- punching recast. people sounds like not a movie I'd like to see right now. <laughs> When's Blue Beetle again? Uh, July. I mean, I that's that's right after the Flash. And yeah, yeah. What about uh, Mission Impossible? Are you tracking oh, that? Oh man, Mission oh, Impossible. I mean, another extent, another trailer for him doing the big jump yeah. and stuff that happened in the movie. That <sighs> mm-hmm. looks pretty good. Yeah. Aquaman is what December? I December. Think? Yep. What about Fast and Furious Ten? Uh, in theaters right now. It's is gotten. It? I believe it's on the premiere Have trail fun. right now. Way over the top for me. On, I gotta on yeah. fast catch X. up and see three through nine first, or watch the mostly <laughs> superheroes four hour recap. You, of should, the whole yeah, yeah, that you might... could either watch twelve hours of Fast and Furious or three hours of most of superheroes. Take your pick, or do both. <laughs> um, I'd also say uh, Loki. Uh, I mean, I've been really coming back to Loki a lot. Like as I rewatch MCU stuff, like when I'm poking around Disney Plus the Marvel page, mm-hmm. Loki is borderline masterpiece. I rewatched it a, a month or two ago. This season two? I can't I'm looking forward to that. All right guys, plenty of other stuff happening. Go buy some merch at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash merch. Go follow us everywhere, ubiquitous online. If you're on Twitch, TikTok, Twitter, Spotify, Patreon any of it go check it out everything's linked up at mostly superheroes.com trovo uh, trovo <laughs> you know we're still there we still have the account and uh yeah june uh, i mean june 24th seeing the flash can't wait for our first screen and social watch for more events like that but uh can't wait for this one guys thanks so much for doing this again another banger episode kept you not too late for a wednesday hopefully you had a good time sam the sleeper thanks for coming back did you have a good time excellent thank you very much i'll be back anytime you ask shout out to uh team jakey anything else you got going on you want to plug anything while you're here on the pod no 10 year anniversary this year so keep us in mind september 23rd 2023 that's a come one come all ticketed event prizes uh cornhole uh it's a raffles auctions galore prizes like you've never seen before free food free beer in your ticket price so and we'll all be there be there and 10 years and uh i mean i mean you you guys are gonna be at the screen and social see you june 24th that's right and you and i are you've been helping honestly you've been helping out you've been helping me think about how to make this thing fun and 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 an experience for everybody and excited to have you guys there and excited to see you guys it's gonna be in a good September. Time. It's going to be a good summer. Fun summer. I'm ready. Yeah. Danny Patron, thanks for calling in from Texas, man. Did you have a good Always. time? We will be back again, Always. of course. Dan, do you have a 10-gallon hat yet? I can wear a cowboy. I have, I don't know that they're quite 10-gallon, but well, I have I have a couple cowboy hats and boots. What's so. the belt situation, the buckle situation <sighs> like? You know, I haven't gone that far. So you need a mostly um, superheroes belt buckle is what you're saying. I will 100%. Oversized belt buckle. That's the belt next buckle. thing. It's going to be like yes. a screen and social rodeo. Yes. With have, all of our faces have Carrie it. see if that's in the repertoire of things we can, we yes. can put on there. And, yeah, I'll put that on you know, her plate um, after this event. Yeah, over. so she's not busy. Yeah. She's not busy. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, she's like, uh, slow down, Dan. <laughs> uh, Sky Scoop, give us your sign off. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to not a lot happening in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I think the next thing next thing I got is is Point Fest. Yeah, Point Co- Fest. Co- We're going Coheed Incubus. Incubus. Coheed. I'm pretty reckless. That's a and what venue is. Uh, the big one in I don't even know what Verizon it. Verizon Wireless but it's, no it's Hollywood Amphitheater Hollywood Casino Amphitheater it's Riverport it's River- for, for us old people for us old people yeah. uh, uh, we can't wait for that Giggler man as, as depressing and sad as that movie was let, let's start on a or let's end on a on a happy note of how excited we are for uh, June 24th definitely I'm, I'm counting down the days not only just to for all the fun that's about to be had, but that movie is going to be amazing. It's going to be very hard for me to not see it before. It's going to be yeah, out for over a week before I, that event. I thought I about that. I don't think I can. I don't think I, I can do it. I don't think you need to. I no. think you just come oh, see yeah. it again. Yeah. Yeah. And like the other thing too about that event is, uh, you know, we got tickets that we're going to sell to see the Flash. We do have a private theater. You know, we got the seats, but it's a it's a social for sure. If you want to yeah. see another movie, you know, the movie we're seeing is at noon. You you get a movie around noon, come in and see us. You don't want to see a movie, you just want to hang out. Come hang it. out. Absolutely. Yeah. It's at the City yeah. Foundry. Some brunch. Come, come by. Say, yeah, get some Yeah, get, get some grub. Uh, the beer tasting afterwards. Yeah, you, there's plenty of stuff to do. Plenty of stuff to do. June 24th. Can't wait. And listener, thanks for checking us out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Um, the growth is growing. We've had a lot of local support, a lot of uh, fan support, um, a lot of celebrity and uh, uh, like studio engagement online. Just I feel like we're talking and getting likes and comments from James Gunn. We're in the convo with folks on instagram and we're active you know our, our short video game if you're if you're a tiktok fan or an instagram reels fan like we're putting it out the clips now you know if you enjoy the podcast and you're like yeah i i, I like you know the long form podcast i want to hear you guys talk about it but i'm also into the 60 second bite-sized clips or you want to send a friend something to show them what we're all about the social media channels are what you want to do. And that's all linked up at mostly superheroes.com. Be like Danny patron and become a patron. You can become a mostly member for as little as $1 a month, getting that Patreon pre-show, uh, the exclusive content, uh, bonus content, free merch, free shout outs, all that good stuff. And you're always supporting an independent feel good, do good podcast. I cannot believe it's year four. who knows where we go from here. You know, I say it almost every episode and every year. Um, but we got those good vibes happening in here and we got good people love you guys and uh keep surrounding ourselves with strong team members to take mostly superheroes and all of our fans into a bright future so we want you to have stuff to look forward to just like we do come back and see us visit us online come see us in person and listen next time and watch us as well take it easy <laughs>